0: listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Hey, don't miss out on passing. You're missing the hooter of the funky Buddha, a looter of the fucked up styles to get wicked. So come on, and Cypress starts to kick it, because we're like the outlaw striding, suckers are hiding, jump behind the bush when you see me running, boy, hanging out the window. Sorry, I can't help that one.
2: Hey, <laughs> hey welcome to the Black Out Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. That's right, guys, and we have a very special guest in the house. Yeah,
0: one of our favorite people. One day we're going to get to meet you, but you're still one of our favorite people
2: beaming all the way (laughs) in from the west coast i know you know it's the hilarious jess wood what's going on wood
3: hi everybody hello oh
1: it's so so exciting to be here you know i love it i love you (laughs) and i missed you and i'm so excited to talk
2: yeah we see jess in the chat all the time Mm -hmm. like while we're just doing a regular show we'll just be oh jess is here like um coming to hang out we appreciate you kicking it with us and of course she has her own hilarious podcast get wood
3: yes um
2: which you know i you guys should be following all the way from i mean you go back in these podcast streets uh just like you know twip you've been on keith and the girl Mm -hmm. uh then you had the ratchet hatchet Mm -hmm. shout out to josh homer shout out to him and now you got get wood tell everybody about get wood and uh where they can go listen to it
1: uh thank you Rod and Karen. Uh first of all, I'm so thrilled whenever I get a shout, especially like when Karen Karen like kind of on the on the low will be like tweet me, you know, hey, we love what you're doing on the show and I'm like ah, like it's like a, I'm like the lady at the Beatles concert. Ah! Like I'm a, a crying, you know. And um because it just means so much to me because I I really do Feel like the closeness of all of us from how far back we go and mm-hmm. all the levels of how close we are and wh- how we feel. And get wood is really, you know, I've been asking people, what the fuck is get wood about? <laughs> it, besides it being just nasty, ratchet-ass Jess. Let's let's take a moment and focus. And someone said, well, what about dicks? I said, you know what? You had me. You had me, dicks. <laughs> and I, I put that on the list. Uh, it's about dicks and um, but really no. Uh, I get political on accident. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't set out for it, mm-hmm. but I find that we can't help but address right. certain horrifying shit that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. So for a second, I was kind of like, oh, let me be the la-la girl that you don't have to hear any of that bad stuff from. And I'm just going to tell my little stories about sucking my dicks and (laughs) doing my laundry and had a mouse in the house, you know, and people would write, say, oh, that's cute, Jess, thank you so much. But I swear to God, I couldn't. I I was, like, strangled by not talking about what the fuck was happening. Mm -hmm. So now I'd say, like, about three, maybe three shows back, I just said, fuck it, and I can't handle it, and I just decided to go off and, and talk about what's really going on and use my uh, privilege, if you will, uh, to um, to talk about how uh, I, I know that I am uh, the most frightening and dangerous person in the room,
3: mm. uh, if, if
1: there's not a, a straight white man, if there's right, not a straight right, white right, right, man. Right. Uh, <laughs> he dropped but, you. But, you know, it's it's a reality that I don't think most people even can can conceptualize because right. we've been fed so much lies and bullshit about, who, like, us, like, who we are, some dainty bitches. No, we're right. calling the cops on you when you didn't do shit to us. Right. We're getting you locked up. Like, now I go on stage doing my stand-up and I address the crowd with that first notion mm. of, like, look, don't look at me to be all, oh, hi. No, I'm going to be like... <laughs> hey, sorry, we right. fuck with you. You're scared of us. I make a joke. I say, hey, hey, audience, hi. Uh Who do you think is more scared walking towards one another in an alley? A black man towards a white girl or a white girl towards a white uh, black man? And I tell if there's black people there, I go, shush, shush, shush. Right. Are- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't get an answer.
1: <laughs> right? Don't start clapping yet. Okay? It's right. Like- and um, and I said it's definitely the black man. I said, don't get it twisted. Let's and and I say to the audience, look, because white people get real tied
2: right, up in knots yeah, yeah. when I
1: do that, and black people usually have a little applause. I'm not trying to win anything. I right. just want to tell the truth. And then so I say to people, hey, how about if you have any articles or you know you have a story, please send it to me. Please mm. talk to me after the show mm. and tell me. When this horrifying black man came and got you. Right. Uh, I've never been invited in for a cold drink from a white family. Right. And these are just facts, facts.
2: Right. Yeah. That's
1: a lot of what I've been talking about recently.
2: It's weird because, like, politics, like, I think, uh, I remember when we started the show, like, honestly, episode one, which uh, sounds terrible to me now, you know, but episode one, we recorded it. Like, every once in a while, I'll go back and listen to some of it. And,. I remember the first, like one of the first things out of our mouths was like, "We're not going to talk about politics. We're just going to talk about because we went life.
0: into it like we are." Now. I don't, need, but I you want to?
2: You know what it was though? We absolutely did talk about it, but we just didn't call what we were doing talking about it because you correct. can't help if you're talking about abortion, you're talking about politics. If you're talking yeah, about racism yeah. in America, you're talking about, about politics. If you're yes. talking about gender dynamics, you're talking about politics. If you're talking mm-hmm. about sports, like paying college athletes you're talking. all of this shit is politics so right. there's really no safe place to be unless you're gonna be super abstract where you're just like i'm gonna get on the mic and talk about what if unicorns fuck dragons or something like that like maybe like maybe ah, you can completely avoid like life and shit topic but in general that like it's it's actually a more concerted effort to avoid talking about everyday shit yeah especially if you want to be true to your life and i think uh like when jess is talking about stand-up and i think the same thing goes for podcasting like what draws people to stuff is when you're being honest and open about your life as opposed to because everyone's talking about the same shit right like how many podcasts are going to talk about that that shooting that happened this weekend everyone's going to talk about it so what's going to make the good podcast quote-unquote from the bad ones is is is, are you trying to be honest are you going to do a week of shows and ignore it are you going to pretend that it didn't happen like the rest of the people listening know what happened. Like you're not, you're not fooling anybody, you know. So you know, like when we did the show yesterday, I was really proud of our show because, yeah, we did talk about that up front, but we laughed by the end about other stuff because mm-hmm. you know that's life too. But uh yeah, Jess is right. You, you can't avoid that's, it.
1: You know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Rob, no but problem. I just adore you guys so much, and that's why we come to you all. That's why we want to hear you all. We want to hear what your take is. Right on. Things that are going on in the world, and that's what my my friends have told me that for years. I'm like, I'm not a political comic. I'm not. They're like, you talk about abortion constantly, right? You right. You're your uterus. You talking personally about that shit. You're right. fucking. You're want your whole. You might as well be holding a picket sign outside a fucking clinic. Right. Let us in. You know. <laughs> I'm walking. That's my new thing, though, y'all. I'm walking ladies in that are getting yelled at on right. the picket on the. Oh the, wow, the, the, for real? Yes. I have too much free time out here. I got to get active. Get <laughs> I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. So I've already done it one time. It's freaky as fuck. You can't mm. believe that people are like, you're a killer, murderer. And they're like, but you have a gun, right? Right. Like, the people that are yelling at, calling us the mur I mean, it's right. so backward. Right. It,
2: that's why we have a abortion clinic here in Charlotte that, um, it, like, I didn't even know there was a clinic there because it's actually yeah. kind of like... Off the road, away in the is cut, in the cut. Mm-hmm. and there's a lot of bushes and stuff around it because mm-hmm. that's that says a lot about our society. By the way, that we, you know, we hide that shit. You know, we hide like that. We hide that, and where you go by porn, yes sir. Those are the two places in Charlotte that we like. The entrances around the back, go down the dirt tunnel, and uh, at, you know, pull down the lever, Not step behind the bookcase, you know, say the it password, right. you know, and but there's a guy out front. <laughs> yeah yeah Shane. And there's a guy out front and he has a sign and it's of a like a, a, a like a, pictures of aborted, aborted fetuses fetus. and he's stuff like that and he's out day. there he's out there every day like being you know yeah. like i don't know what he does for a living mm-hmm. where he finds the time but it's like if that dude's there every day then yeah there should be somebody to help walk somebody in every day too because you, that someone's gonna get discouraged by that and uh, end up possibly making a decision that's worse for their life because that dude's out there trying to shame folks.
0: Cor- correct. And I, how can I say this? When I listen to your show, because I do listen to this show, I can. I'm. I'm gonna tell you this because I get. To, I get to talk to you now. Yeah. I have seen you grow. I have seen you evolve. I have seen because when I listen to your show, I feel like I'm getting a verbal. Uh, uh, journal of your life that's how I feel mm. I feel like is the raw words unfiltered when I when I when I hear you speak because you talk about the things you're dealing with you talk about the men in your life, you talk about the relationships you have with people you talk about sex and 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 you're very open with it. Um, And you talk about also the things that you dealt with in your past. You're not ashamed of that. You're not trying to run from that. You've embraced that. And to me, that's what makes you, you. And that's what draws me to you. Because I know that when I hear your stories, I know that I'm going to get the real authentic you. And I've even heard you say, like, maybe... I'm, you know, having sex to, to get away from my emotional things that I need to address. And, you know, you've talked about therapy, like you, you have touched so many subjects and you'll be amazed and everybody might not write in, but people listen to you and it's very therapeutic to them to know that they're not alone and whatever they're struggling with in life and whatever they're going through in life and then you do I know you also do your shows where you do like your spoken word that you go uh, off to do and I, I listen to you talk about that and how you interact and how people take that and I really really I just enjoy your show like I said and, and and I don't might not say much but I really want you to know that I am a fan and for those of you that are out in California go see her live you have never seen her live go see her live I wish I could go one day I will so this is like a self promotion for you go go see her live
1: Thank you yeah I'm I'm fun and I've been and I've been having fun and I and I thank you so much for saying all that okay cuz it really 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 is at the bottom of, the, of everything. And at the end of the day, that's all I want. All I mm. want is for people to feel less shame or less right. fear or less hate, y- you know, uh, that's all. And, and I feel like I'm so blessed to be able to keep doing this. You know what I mean? Like mm. I can't, I mean, fuck, I'm a, I'm a lady that stands in a closet. Look at him. I got my hats and my bags and shit behind me. Like, I'm <laughs> a lady that stands in a closet with a cat by her feet. You know what I mean? Like, it's not anything high tech or big time or anything, but I have so much joy in it. And I, and to be able to get the feedback like that and to be able to get feedback from other women who are saying to me, wow, you know, I didn't realize like other people felt like that or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the shame thing or the fucking people to get your emotions back or whatever it is that I fuck with, mm-hmm. uh, I thank you. And I think it's like what Rod said earlier, um, my being home and accepting like who I am and where I come from and stuff uh, and getting really to the bottom of the fact that my mom raised me, uh, what somebody put as Primal trauma. I had some Mm. primal trauma, which I didn't understand. Of course, in LA, I got a, you know, it was (laughs) primal trauma, Jessica. It was primal trauma. uh, You're just gross quartz crystal. And, but it was, I didn't know what it meant. And, and then he explained it to me and he said, uh, he said, it's like if you were born gay and your parents never ever accepted that you were gay, Mm. your mom just never liked that you were white. And, Mm. and the fact that I look exactly like my mom looked, It was her self-hatred just echoed back to her, like her, it was, I could not imagine what kind of pain she was in. Mm -hmm. And that's where I come from now, Mm -hmm. is the compassion. And maybe it took losing her Mm -hmm. this year, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe it took like her death to to make me like free or whatever. You hear about that shit all the time. Um, And it was a fucked up relationship. So I imagine, yes, a lot of that stuff is gone you
2: know i've gotten free
1: of
2: it it's but weird too so it's, so weird. it's weird too because like too, we'll cause um read about, that stuff, read about or... that stuff oh hold on i'm getting an echo hold on are y'all in the echo karen are you here is just me Hello. Re- refresh jess yeah refresh real quick jess for some reason i'm getting an echo tell me how to do that
0: again
2: uh just uh refreshing your browser like at the top at the top the little circle, circle. looking thing with the arrow what are you in chrome <laughs> you in chrome or firefox full
1: screen okay stand
0: by
2: oh okay all right yeah <laughs> my bad you might have to hit escape and then but uh if, if it's not showing up because i don't i don't know how to do it without making the screen smaller <laughs> all right i'm gonna there you yeah. go yeah i don't i don't know what that was it was it just gave me a weird echo for no reason um
0: yeah if she come back and it happens she might need to put headphones on yeah
2: cause it's it possible could be, like, the feedback it could is... it could be a headphone issue i think sometimes it happens when we talk at the same time oh yeah. uh, yeah okay all right cool it's gone the echo's gone you want a headphone oh, oh you got them okay. there you, you go you don't you don't have to but i mean it just echoed for a second you refresh and fixed it but it sounds good now i like your headphones by the way
3: thank
2: you um, i feel like they're
1: like a good accessory
2: yeah <laughs> yeah What i was gonna say is it's weird because like certain shit you see on tv and stuff i always feel like oh that's such a tv trove or whatever mm-hmm. and one of those things is like you know your parent passes away and by the way our condolences obviously mm-hmm. um, but you know like your parents pass your parent pass away and then you see like people uh, and then i went on a journey or i found myself or right. then i was free and it's like bullshit i think you know I'll uh, especially us like cynical humorous people it's always like call i call bullshit that's not what happens or oh everybody get cancer gotta fucking find that what the meaning of life is or whatever on tv but then some shit happens to you in real life and you're like oh, so that's how that works or yeah. like, like, okay, what I guess fuck. I was cooking.
1: It's so weird. Rod. <laughs> and, and I got to tell you guys that, cause I haven't talked to you since it all happened yeah, and it was really fucking magical and weird. I mean, it was, I'm calling everything kind of tragically beautiful mm-hmm. right now because I feel like that's like balances everything out that we go through so much. But, um, I had gone to see my mom. It was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So we're coming up on a year now, mm-hmm. next month. Um, but it was the Tuesday before the Thursday. That is thanks, right? And I went in uh to see her, and she was, by the way, my mom hustled to the day she died. Let me tell you what, she was in like a um, old actor's home. Like, oh, fuck you, what, who, is this? stop it. <laughs> Um. So, and you know, she had done some movies and some TV. She was okay, but we were on welfare. It wasn't like she, we were, you know what right. I mean? So how this was hooked up some sort of housing where she, okay, she had a roommate, but she had, they had nurses and all kinds of people. Now, my mom was not sick. I right. wanna put that out there too. She was not sick, but mentally, and this is a big piece that I like to talk about. Mentally, she had not been happy in a very, very, I don't mm. think she'd ever been happy. Do you know, like, I feel like this poor fucking lady, she was struggling for a long time and, mm. and her depression took it. It mm. took her life. It took her life. She was young. She wasn't sick. There was nothing the matter.
2: Right. So
1: anyway, so I went to see her the Tuesday before Thanksgiving and I show up at this old age, uh, old actor home. And meanwhile, let me just set it up with this. The day before that, I had met a 23-year-old El Salvadorian, Mexicano, fucking hot boy had picked me up at the laundromat with a dick the size of a monster. (laughs) And I I mean, yeah, that's what God gives you, right? The universe is like, look, bitch, your mom's about to die. Here's a big dick. (laughs) You know, beforehand. So uh, it was really magic. It was so magic. So uh, maybe... So who knows? Maybe it was the dick, but, but I think it was the universe. It led me to my mom, and it was the first time on this Tuesday before she passed that I had ever in my lifetime gone in to see my mother uh, and have a visit with her without any kind of animosity. That mm. any kind of anger, old story, fucking resentment from, you know, when I was 15, you moved out. What the fuck? You know, who moves a child? You know, what, whatever the fuck it was that I carried around with me all my life. Mm. Um, I had nothing but love that day. I had mm. nothing but love. I can't help but hear a heavy D in my head. Um <laughs> I had so much love for her. I was like petting her head. I was mm. like kissing her face. It was like, I don't know what came over me, but I'm saying like it just happened like that. So she had this roommate, right? It's, uh, it's not a long story. She had this roommate. The roommate had the thing where you only say one thing all the time. I don't know what that illness is. Mm. Old. So, <laughs> so.
2: I think that's called, her, that's she, called being a Pokemon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she was kind of a gangster
2: because
1: she was like this. This is the only thing she said. Ready? You're good. You're good. Her name was Alice. And all she said the whole day I was there, you're good. You're good. Right? So I was like, oh my God, hilarious. But then when I was leaving and I went into her little side of the room, I said, okay, Alice, I'm out. And she said, take the painting. I said, what the fuck? She said, take the painting. I said, I don't want to take your painting, Alice. There was this beautiful painting of these people dancing. I said, I'm not going to take your painting, Alice. And then I go out and talk to the nurse. I said, Alice just told me, take the painting. And the nurse said, no. I said, yeah. They said, no, she couldn't have. She only says, you're good. I said, no, she told me, take the painting. Then I leave. Two days later, my mom, gone. Mm. Five thirty in the morning, the day she died. My cat goes crazy, <laughs> okay, fucking wakes me up at five thirty. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh... Then I get a call from my auntie, and you know those phone messages where they're like,
3: "Call me when you can,"
1: and you're like, uh oh, she died. Like, of course right? I called yeah, her. yeah. So, you know, so I call. But anyway, uh I went to pick up my mom's stuff at the place, and they said this is her painting. The one that Alice was trying to wow. fucking give me that day. Wow. Holy Al- shit.
2: Uh-huh. Holy, Holy shit.
1: shit. Where Alice only says, you're good. And she fucking said to me, take the painting. Your mom's about to die. Take the painting. Right. You don't have to come back here if you take it now.
2: <laughs> that's, a, that's some ghost story I, I shit. Right like, that's like some, <laughs> some, some, some goosebump shit. shit. But I would tell you when yeah, I knew right? I, can- I, I knew uh, in the story something was up as soon as uh, the dick came up. So, I mean it's like an early, early dick warning. You know what I mean? Early dictation, uh, detection, uh, that something was about to happen, man. Like yeah. good dick don't just come out of, out of nowhere for yeah. no reason. Right. Didn't we learn it to make you slap somebody? Good dick will listen. Why did I have it queued up, Karen? I literally already had to the sound queued up, but seriously, good dick don't come out of nowhere for no reason. It's, it works in mysterious ways. And that's God trying to prepare you for what was about to come up next is some good dick. So I, I completely understand, man um but yeah that's you
3: a straight detective
2: (laughs) you know i work i work on i do what i can do uh you you're fitting right in you're fitting (laughs) in. you're at home you're at home um yeah man well that's yeah that's that's wild that um but but like i said it's i think it is that thing where you stop fighting yourself stop trying to like figure out um What's up with other people sometimes and start figuring out like what makes me tick and how do I survive and navigate this shit because like right. it seems like the world's always fucking with people and telling them like how how you're wrong like and I don't mean mm-hmm. wrong like your opinion but like the way you're made, the things you do, everything you think like right. and sometimes it, it is kind of like you know if you if you start looking inward, I think that helps like being able to do this show um full time for the last few years has really been a big help for me because i i felt like when i was working i was less able to examine myself less able to think about how i feel about things less able to react to like or just to even conceive like how shit affects me like i didn't know like i like now i feel like i'm always constantly being like well damn i i, I that was fucking me up and i had no idea like yeah
3: yeah you know
2: yeah. uh you look at like you know whether it's like your diet your uh the people you hang out with um the habits you have things like like that sometimes with life you just almost don't have time to look into it you don't have time to think about that shit so when you get a moment to reflect especially like with just going kind of back home like I feel like those things, those environments, kind of help you to be able to be like, what make, what are the pieces of me, and how do I fucking navigate that shit?
0: Yes, because truth be told, most jobs, most nine to five jobs, in my opinion, they're designed to beat the hopes and dreams out of people. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they're designed. They're designed. You're there longer than you spend with your family and your children. You you you're around your coworkers for extensive periods of time. Um, it's, it's designed. The demand hey, is, is.
2: I'll go further. Not just a job, but like life. Right. You know what I mean? Like bills and shit. Yeah. Like, you know how many times, yeah. like, <laughs> I think that's why rich people, just, like, they get to be like, like when you hear rich people problems and you be like, that ain't no fucking problem. But it's like, maybe I had that problem too, but I'll never meet the other 17 problems below that bitch so that I can be like, you know what? and i'm suffering from depression like like i have to like meet some other stuff that that like, might be getting in my way before i can even get to the point where i'm like and this is because of that thing you know
0: true and also
1: like i said well how about just getting in a car every day to drive right. i'm sorry to talk over you
2: but Mm-mm. yeah get, yeah just getting in your that car might be
1: a bit stressful afraid.
2: Right. You just never. Not know. me. Right.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, right. we drive down here. And also, you know, I, I think. Master. <laughs> oh, you're good. I think because me being your wife, I'm going to tell you now, when you were working your nine to five, you might not have recognized it, but you was depressed. Mm. I Because I, I, mm. I'm really sensitive to depression because I can easily fall into it. Like, like, like I, I, I know the signs of it and I, and like I said, you might not have, but I was like, yeah, you're, because the second the, that, that, broke, everything changed, mm. you know, your attitude changed. It and, and you didn't, it's like, you didn't treat me quote unquote bad, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where I could just tell the relationship shifted, mm. you know, for the good, you know? And it's one of those things where sometimes you have to kind of let, let things go in order to move on to whatever else is there for you in life sometimes. And, you know sometimes it does take uh, somebody dying or losing the job sometimes it takes losing those, something those
2: milestones that right. people talk about that we kind of gloss over but mm-hmm. those milestones matter all right this got deep as fuck and we didn't even introduce the show um so <laughs> you can find this show the blackout tips on itunes stitcher podomatic all those places leave us five star reviews if you like the show and you're nice in your review we'll read it on the air we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is and an unofficial sport it's but a Ball. and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by triangle wine co that's right y'all we're mm-hmm. gonna be drinking uh triangle wine company fine wine the craft beer store has a huge selection from all over the world for every budget from well-known brands to rare finds from small producers shop online to have your order shipped or swing by the tasting bars in their stores in the raleigh durham area of north carolina where you can sip while you shop Oh, that's a good way to get some people to make some bad decisions. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the wine is good. Yeah. And if I would have planned out, I got some crackers, y'all. Next time, we're going to have the crackers. You know now.
2: what? It's fine. I need mostly the wine. Is what I need. You know, we'll get on the crackers and cheese next week, but oh, yeah. the wine is what, what is needed yeah, right now.
0: Cover the white people news. I'm here for
2: it. Yeah. Visit trianglewinecode.com, trianglewinecode.com to compare their competitive prices and you can save 10% on your order with code TBGWT. Mm-hmm. And, uh, coming up at, at the, you know, when we get to the next segment or whatever, we get ready to do the longer ad. I'm going to tell you guys about a special deal you guys can get okay related to our podcast
3: oh shit
2: that's called a tease karen (laughs) not the best in the business for nothing uh all right guys (laughs) let's talk about some news and then we'll do some white people news and have a light show today all right but first we gotta talk about you know the bad depressing news that's around there uh a cbs executive got fired after saying las vegas victims didn't deserve sympathy uh yeah yeah uh
0: who what? thought this was smart? <laughs> Who would say that? <laughs> what kind of meanie is that there?
2: She's a legal executive. Uh she got fired Monday. She uh yes. A <laughs> legal which means you know the law. <laughs> she yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, gross. yeah, I don't like country music.
2: <laughs> so uh she got fired. <laughs> what
3: kind of bitch is this?
2: she said she was not sympathetic to the victims of the mass shooting in las vegas i'm actually not even sympathetic because country music fans often are republican gun toters former executive Haley geffman gold wrote wow at least 59 people were killed and more than 520 were injured after the gunman opened fire at country music festival in las vegas on sunday night uh this individual who was with us for approximately one year violated the standards of our company is no longer an employee <laughs> of cbs yeah I I I think this is funny cuz uh, all the freedom of speech people did not come out for her mm-hmm. and like it like, <laughs> was like nope you on your own no first amendment
3: nope. i a feeling. not right. have a
1: feeling that she hated on country people <laughs> right
2: everybody's like eh close enough close enough her uh, her views is expressed on social media are deeply unacceptable to all of us at cbs our hearts go out to victims in las vegas and their families if they um if they wouldn't do anything when children were murdered, I have no hope that repugs will ever do the right thing, said Geffman Gold, who served as vice president of the senior Council of strategic transactions at CBS. The post quickly went viral, with Geffman Gold's name and CBS exec both pop top becoming the top trending topics on Twitter. <laughs> president Trump condemned the mass shooting on Monday morning, calling it an act of pure evil. And, uh, anyway, uh, all right. So here's what's funny. I don't necessarily disagree with, um, the idea that if they weren't gonna do anything when them kids got shot i believe that all right like they're not gonna it, it doesn't matter if he would have killed a million people yesterday they weren't gonna change anything no mm-hmm. um no
1: they're not changing what do you mean gun control right right
2: right Mm-mm. yeah it wasn't happen yeah, yeah no, no no they're
1: not changing shit
2: um and then the other thing is i'm not 100 uh against the idea of being like because i felt a numbness i wouldn't say a lack of sympathy but i did feel numb because the shit keeps happening so much but like literally country western motherfuckers are in the demo so like i was kind of like i mean it's fucked up you know what i'm saying and i don't think nobody should have got killed Mm -hmm. but like it was more of a you're not supposed to say that to me than a oh my god you should get fired because you shouldn't even be thinking that it's more like right. why did you say that out loud because like there's a ton of people in the world that are probably like dog i've seen y'all boo the dixie chicks i've seen y'all boo that won't be at the performance of fucking awards right like, country music is very conservative it's very um anti-democrat it's very guns god and whatnot mm-hmm. uh that fucking dude that went to the white house ted nugent and shit is like they have like this rep you know uh fucking riley cooper was at some thing talking about I'll, I'll beat any nigger in here and shit mm-hmm. like that was a country concert he did that at mm-hmm. this is not to say anybody deserves to be shot Rock or whatever deal. right but i understand her sentiment but you you got to keep that trash ass opinion to your motherfucking self it's just Correct. it's just what and it's not even because the thing is, you know that that's a trash opinion. Like it's not like it's not like that's your best thought. You know, you were thinking to yourself like, I probably just need his sin, but you know what? I'm mad. Fuck these motherfuckers. And you are a legal executive at CBS. They not gonna let you slide, dog. You don't work at Kroger or whatever the fuck that they would let that slide. Like mm, you, work, you don't work for the Onion, dog. You,
0: right? You work at CBS, but old white people fall asleep on your channel because ain't nobody else watching it.
2: Yeah, man. So I, I, I you just can't i'm sorry you just can't say that dog you know i think a thousand fucked up things a day that's how i know i relate like i think i feel like i think in this and i just go i i'm not gonna say that you know what i mean like not today yeah people will be more surprised about the shit i don't say than the shit i do say you know what i mean like there's a lot of people like wow man you really pushed it today i'm like that's nothing like
0: if you knew how many times i had to edit this
2: right yeah if i i have never like every single time um thoughts and prayers comes out on um, about hurricanes or mass killings and shit that's just me not like that that day is me like logging out because i because i want to just go in and be like blah 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 i'm like i'm not gonna do that because it's not it's not gonna do anything but pissing about everybody off it's not gonna change anything it's not gonna help anybody or or whatever the fuck you know what i mean so i i keep those thoughts to myself sometimes and i think you have to you have to do it, and and I mean, I'm sorry, but you got to get fired, dog. Like yep. I'm sorry, yep. but mm-hmm. you can't say it.
0: I you can't say it out loud.
2: <laughs> you
1: know I mean? Not out loud. Not yeah. if you're in that position. Yeah. And everybody that I I asked, do you have any? Oh, are you having a problem with me again? no yeah. I no, I sound
2: fine. Do you do you hear okay. something on your side chat room? Y'all hearing anything? No, you sound fine to us.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, must be that LSD. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel like, wait, what? I asked a lot of people, hey, do you have uh, anybody in Vegas? Are you okay? Mm. Is everybody okay? I swear to you, everybody I asked like got mad at me. What do you think? I'm gonna have somebody at the country. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just, like a there's people that
2: live around it or like right. work nearby or it might something. have been a, co- know, know, been a cocktail waitress kind. who knows i saw i saw all the all the black people i know that were like uh that were checking on black people in vegas all of them were checking with the like hey man i'm not trying to offend you but uh i thought i would just make sure you're okay and it's like yeah, of course i'm okay <laughs> Right. Like, I, why would I be anywhere in the vicinity of that shit? <laughs> right, bed?
0: like, you know, because that's the thing. There's cocktail waitresses.
2: There's bartenders. <laughs> right. You know, there, there's people working the numbers. Like I, I know, but in like, like I said, I saw people doing, like, it was almost like a, um, what do you call it? Like, like it was mandatory. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't checking on them to be like, because I really thought you died. It's like. I'm checking on you because I guess I'd be an asshole
0: if I didn't. And that, I know you. Live there might there. be a
2: point oh 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 one percent chance that it happened to you. That so you let me walking
0: through and got let, shot.
2: Let me at least not be a dick and check on you. But like, come on, I know you're not there. Yeah, you. you know? Yeah,
0: you had a better chance of being at the Bunny Ranch than you had being under right. the country concert.
2: Yeah, and one black dude did get shot, like saving people. He saved thirty right. people before he got shot. So it's like it was people there, but you know, we come on, guys. We, No offense to the people
1: at the same token, and I don't know if you were going to bring this up, but I doubt you were. Mm-hmm. I love the, how there's such little response, and this is going to sound horribly hateful, mm-hmm. and I didn't wish death on him, but I fucking hated him as a musical act. Tom Petty, suck my dick! Mm. Like, I don't care, all you Tom Petty lovers out there. I don't care, mm. and I'm so glad that everybody's not jumping on the fucking bandwagon and being like, Tom Petty, Tom Petty, Tom Petty, like they do for everybody else. Oh, I was yeah. like, well, thank God somebody realized, you know what, I don't like the, or I didn't like his music so mm. much. I mean, some people a
0: lot
2: of people are but right. i'm hating so hot, hard hot takes and hot take. take off the top of the rope off the top rope um hot takes what well, you all know what it is though uh well for me anyway um all the people i see that are kind of morning time petty are a little bit older than me um for one um and then two uh last year was so fucking brutal like we're in october now not not mm-hmm. not knock on wood obviously but like 2017 been acting okay towards us compared to 2016 felt like 2016 you wake up every day and it's like another legend is dead oh did you like that motherfucker i'm killing them you know what i'm saying like right? every every day is like prince is dead you're like oh woe is me david bowie dead God damn! like what you know what i mean like what's happening these ain't even old people um but and david bowie is older
1: than tom Petty, so you would think that not as many people would have more but he had such a major musical career yes he did he just i don't know what he was talking about but he sang a lot of fucking guitar songs like i don't give a fuck and i'm from california i think he's a from california but fuck mm. him
2: ah, i feel man. bad i feel bad because i feel like if prince and
1: no they,
2: not refugee sorry if, if, <laughs> if prince and david <laughs> bowie hadn't died last year then i feel like we'd be more sad by tom by tom petty and then also they fucked up tom petty's um death announcement and that didn't help either because it was like tom petty dead y'all everybody's like oh lord no jesus why and then was like oh wait a minute uh our bad he's alive but he's like on life support everybody's like Okay, well, look, fifty-nine people just got killed. A lot is happening today. We'll we'll put a pin in this. We'll come back to this. And then this morning, it was like he is dead, and everybody's like, "Uh, it, it was yesterday was kind of the day for that." Right. Yeah. So I you, feel bad. Yeah, for you, him. you missed
0: your chance, and and Jess, you know more than I do because I told Roger yesterday I thought Tom Petty was a race car driver. She did. <laughs> I was like, "That's the race car driver." Roger was like, "No."
2: And here's what's funny: I know who Tom Petty is. I don't. I karen like uh, i don't know i I, I, just I just heard pretty i thought he was cool man i think he had he made layla about didn't he have layla where he was like fucking his friend's wife or something
3: oh
2: shit Oh uh, so he was he was in the, he had free falling uh-huh. i know you know free falling yes yeah. i do everybody yeah, knows really free know. falling uh that was the one i like but i don't i don't really oh, listen yeah, eric to that clapton much.
1: was the one you just said layla is not is oh not that's him. eric clapton no okay Betty so yeah. there you go That's and how much... was good his legend he was in cream and fucking you know
2: is, he, is he alive <laughs> Tom,
1: is... poor Tom Petty right? the only thing that I equate a Tom Petty song with is Silence of the Lambs when that bitch is is taken by the guy, what are you a size fourteen? You know when they she mm. helped me move this couch into the van, like. Mm-hmm. Ah! And then she was an American girl, <laughs> merk, 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 merk. like fuck. What ah, murdering ladies and peeling their skin? That's how I regulate to Tom mm. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking <laughs> at his hits
2: now. I I, I remember these man. Free falling, I know for sure. Mar- Last dance for Mary Jane. One more time to ease the pain. Yeah, Nobody yeah, knows that. Night. And I won't back down. Y'all know that song. I've heard that one. Yeah, that one. He sued somebody <sighs> about stealing that shit. Uh, I'm tired. Oh, you don't know how it feels. I know you don't know how it feels. And You, you don't know don't how, it how it feels. Like, are
1: you really? I don't know how it feels, Tom, because I'm happier than you apparently, and I've had a tragic life. What the and fuck is wrong with you, Tom Petty? The
2: last six songs, I don't know. So, I don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To all i'm fatty. Uh this is a horrible eulogy. This is hard. Rest rest in peace all the people affected. I'm sorry. Um another <laughs> another tragic tragic uh entertainment news. Uh oh wait, no 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 wait. I shouldn't skip to that first. Hold on. We we should still cover Chloe's
1: pregnant. <laughs> we
2: got <laughs> We got to cover the horrible news first. Hold on. <laughs> hold right. on. <clears throat> uh so also in addition to uh to uh more of the shooting news. Mm-hmm. Paul Ryan uh, Republican cuck that he is, uh, he ditches his controversial bill to ease silencer restrictions because that Las Vegas uh, killing happened, and he was like, uh, it's not scheduled, uh, so we're not going to vote on it uh, any anymore. And he doesn't know when he's going to put it back on the schedule. So Next week? The, the day before the killing, it was scheduled. we going to... Time to get more silences out here on the street. We need more people killing people with no sound. Imagine if that dude would have had a silence on that shit. People uh, have just been
0: going I, down and nobody would know what happened. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, mm.
2: They really think these things are toys, you know? Like, they just, oh, wouldn't it be cool to put a silence on it? So, No. Yep, He so he he abandoned that. Um, so, because it's just not the right time, guys. Now's not the time for politics.
1: Can I just say something as a waitress? Well, first of all, Karen, I saw a status you put up the other day as a waitress. I have the electronic tablet. Oh yeah? so yes. Cool. Please come. Mm-hmm. I would love to wait on you. Um oh. but as a waitress, and this is the same as, as a gun being as a gunshot getter, how do you how do you call yourself? As a person of being shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a waitress, I believe that you should work at least a couple days as a waitress if you want to come and be my patron. Because mm-hmm. fuck most people. Right. Um and as a person who's been shot, I think a lot of people need to get shot mm-hmm. who want to own a gun. I think they need to get shot so they can feel like how Cat Williams said, "It no music plays, no bitches dance, if nobody comes out for the video. It fucking hurts, and it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And I only say that because the gun thing, because being home has brought up a lot of stuff for me. I, I was in a drive-by. I do have a bullet in my knee, and this is not to be like, cool. This is to be like, fuck, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. It's not make this glorified you know this is terrible so yeah it, everyone it, needs to have the experience before they fucking talk all oh used should do this
2: right and and I, I think part of the problem um a huge part of the problem is that guns and violence are associated with masculinity in our country right so right. the vast majority of these spree killers mass killers uh the vast majority of people that are killing women with guns killing their loved ones are men uh most of these men have right. like domestic violence mm-hmm. shit in their background. Um mm-hmm. uh, most of these like a lot of these men are committing de- domestic violence when they're using these guns. Right. Um like th- like this shit is connected to that and as long as we see it that way it's gonna continue to be a problem because too much of our country, too many people in our country, associate their manhood with owning one of these guns. Right, the idea yeah. that I can kill somebody like a fucking caveman—that's the most powerful expression of masculinity I could have—is you know how many of our like, I hated to sound hopeless yesterday, but I'm hopeless because even the Democrats that run for for president shit end up taking a picture with a gun at some point to be like. Look at me. I'm not scared to have a gun. I'm not going to take your guns. I'm holding a gun. Why would I take yours if I'm holding one right now and I'm going to shoot at a quail or some shit? And you're like, you're just doing that. Like, I don't believe that you really are pro-gun and would own a gun. You don't even need a fucking gun if you're one of these rich-ass, like, running for president motherfuckers. You don't... Al Gore doesn't need a gun or some shit. But, But, like, Mitt Romney doesn't need a gun, you know? But the point being, um that's where the debate starts, is with the motherfucker that's like, I'm holding a gun, please don't be mad at me, and the other motherfucker that's like, my dick is a gun, I pull my dick out and it kill everybody in here, because I'm such a man, and it's like, we can't, so we can't win in this country already, but yeah, it, that's that's what I think about when I think about that, that the, the, the the violence that we see from these motherfuckers is that so much of it's about just being a man, and it's not that the quote-unquote crazy guy that kills 50 people is the problem, the problem is all the millions of people that'll never shoot anybody, but they act like they will because they feel like that's what manhood is. And that's, right. and that's how you have a wall of protection around the people that shouldn't have guns is because those people wouldn't be willing to give up their gun either as long as they can feel like a man or feel dangerous or perform, you know, this violent act. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. Um, and that's why you have a motherfucker, uh, cuck like Paul Ryan who, we all could probably take in a fight walking around talking about we should get people silencers like the fuck do you care about a sign you eat double oh seven motherfucker like you only do that because you're scared that these motherfuckers at home won't vote for you unless you're the most gunniest of gun toting motherfucking gun nuts like none of none of these little pretty college boys none of these motherfuckers are these are who they say they are when it comes to this gun shit but we let it slide in america because we're so gun crazy as a country man yes all right Mm -hmm. um Other news, uh, speaking of, speaking of which, uh, a guitar, uh, country guitarist changed his mind on gun control at the Vegas. So, you know, when it was just them kids getting shot uh in the wake of the deadly mass shooting in las vegas on sunday night that left at least 58 people dead and more than 500 injured the josh abbott band like many country acts posted a message to send thoughts and prayers to the victims the texas-based group performed at route 91 harvest festival sunday afternoon several hours before a gunman (laughs) fired into the crowd during jason aldean's set i'll never unhear those gunshots and our brand our band and crew We'll never forget how that moment made them feel. Our hearts are with the victims. Um However, one member of the band went even further, posting a lengthy message on Twitter about his personal response to the attack. After spending the night fearing for his life, Kaylee, Caleb Keeter, that is a country-ass name, mm-hmm. Caleb Keeter, the, the hey. <laughs> group's lead guitarist, spoke up about gun control. I've been a proponent of the Second Amendment my entire life until the events of last night. I, wait, hold on. <clears throat> Sorry. I've been a proponent of the Second Amendment my entire life until the events of last night. I cannot express how wrong I was. We actually have members of our crew with concealed handgun licenses and legal firearms on the bus. They were useless. He continued uh we could, we couldn't touch them for all right, <clears throat> we couldn't touch them for fear the police might think we were part of the massacre and shoot us. A small group or one man laid waste to a city with dedicated fearless police officers desperately trying to help because of access to an insane amount of firepower. Enough is enough. Writing my parents and the love of my life a goodbye last night and a living will because I felt like I wasn't going to live through the night was enough for me to realize that this is completely and totally out of hand. These rounds were just powerful enough that my crew guys just standing in close proximity of a victim shot by this fucking coward received shrapnel wounds. We need gun control right now. My biggest regret is that I stubbornly didn't realize it until my brothers on the road and myself were threatened by it. We are unbelievably fortunate to not be among the number of victims killed or seriously wounded by this maniac. Uh.
1: this is caleb's uh, father (laughs) i'd like to say that we do not back him up in any sort of way (laughs) we are uh, never gonna have him for christmas again sorry (laughs) caleb this is your goodbye uh daddy please
2: don't be like this this. (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's gonna get the he's gonna get the thanksgiving they're gonna be sitting on the porch with shotguns that's right beat it pussy you know you don't believe in this Uh, Yeah, go on then. Right, I can't believe you betrayed us after (laughs) after we had your back when those children died. We stuck by you. What that Uh,
1: liberal media talking is? Well, I didn't see no Fox cameras there, and that right. I was very disappointed.
2: what did you vote for? Uh, let me see your vagina hat. Did you vote for Hillary Ah! too? Your (laughs) cup. Get out of my get out my yard. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. I mean. I guess Dude. better late than never. Good when anybody gets yeah. to the quote unquote party and all that shit. I guess, but man, yeah, but nobody you know how much un- shit you sat through. You know how much yeah. shit you sat through. Literal bullets had to graze you before you were like, you know what? Everybody has a point. This yeah, is crazy. That's
0: for real. Like like just said, nobody gives a fuck unless it directly impacted their asses cause they've been interviewing people they've been going on the radio they've been going on TV and all of a sudden they are like yeah I carry guns but you know what fuck this bullshit
2: yes. do I have to wait on everybody to get shot is that what I gotta wait on for this country to come to the senses?
0: yes cause they everybody
2: got get yeah fight. they don't
0: believe bullets are hot and bullets will sting and bullets will fuck you up
2: that politician got shot in D.C. this year and that motherfucker's already like right, listen it wasn't the guns fault that's all I know okay <laughs> keep your going and he's like
1: crutching around and
2: shit <laughs> right <laughs> and also i'm taking your health care don't mind me my my delicious government healthcare got me straight Mm. but you motherfuckers yeah you get your lippy asses out of my office Mm -hmm. fuck you nine million children across the country right pieces of shit man (laughs) um all right uh Mm. let's see was there anything else dealing with that before i can move on to funnier shit okay cool (laughs) all right i'm I'm tired of talking it's like because i know nothing's gonna happen so it's almost like why the fuck do we even talk about this shit but whatever man uh speech- well, yeah
1: rod i just want to bring up the fact and i know we've talked about this probably for at least three years um remember when they had the the carry license mm-hmm. but it doesn't work for black people
2: right it's, you know the, it's such bullshit okay
1: so i i don't no one wants to really talk about that right, right either <laughs> like that people say Shot, but they're
2: like this is my license this is my license bow, 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 bow to the ground like what? right nra nra gets quiet during two times one right after mass shootings right they're like eh, i ain't got shit to say about that and then right after some black person gets shot by the cops it's like eh, and then just i mean blue lives matter is that is that appropriate to say we're out of here guys don't don't ask us about shit so yeah man I, it's, it's all bullshit they didn't take all the guns away it's the only right answer um r&b singer christopher williams i don't know if you guys remember him hmm You remember Christopher Williams? Light skinned guy. Don't in,
0: wake me.
2: Yep, yeah, he was in uh he was in New Jack City.
0: Yeah, sit your five dollars down for I make change.
2: Well he has fallen on some hard times, guys. Uh oh. Yeah. I look, I look like he does, does he need a place to stay? He, he might. Ah! He, he actually might. On Saturday, R and D singer Chris Williams was booked for swiping a pair of pricey headphones from Coles in McDonough Georgia
0: not cold
2: cold y'all uh you know it's i didn't bat- want
0: to say where i got mine from yeah he's here he's in the bed
2: yeah <laughs> those and jess was wearing his headphones i know right <laughs> that's why they that's why those headphones are so light-skinned y'all they yellow <laughs> according to tmz williams went to the store with a tote bag wearing a baseball cap to keep a low profile he then walked to the back of the store and nabbed a pair of 99 nine dollar jbl headphones
0: jbl oh, that must be brand
2: yeah that's the jbl is a brand okay i don't know what jbl stands Mm-mm.
0: for i know beats and that's about it for me
2: mm-hmm. um but yeah uh uh sources say williams put the headphones in his bag tried to exit the building but security intervened he reportedly told officials it was all a misunderstanding as he forgot to put the headphones in his bag shortly after williams was arrested and booked on petty theft he has been released uh since mm yeah
0: i know he wish he was dreaming
2: <laughs> don't stop me i'm stealing <laughs> uh that's sad but you know he'll be okay i guess <gasps> mm-hmm. um yeah i that i haven't seen him get robbed like that since he did that um duet with uh was it stephanie williams he did that <laughs> duet with and he was so bad compared to her like you taking it back you don't remember that what was that what was that a live show? It was, um, it was, it was a live show. I want to say it was either like an award show mm-hmm. or it was, uh, at the Apollo
0: or something like that. But right.
2: he, listen, that shit ruined his career. Like that moment. And he did the thing that people do in duets when you're getting like blown out, like when you're like, when it's like, oh my god, this one person can sing and this other person can't, he started trying to get super sexual with it, like getting real close to her, grinding up on her. You know, the ladies were all like, ooh! You know, but it wasn't helping the fact that this motherfucker couldn't sing. You can't hide it, you can't sing, dog. No, you can't. I know I can't sing. Well, he, uh, that yeah, was they
0: took it. All his, they took all his headphones from him for that? Uh, apparently
2: <laughs> so. All of them. For the rest of his life. No headphones for you! uh yeah i'm trying to see who who the um duet was with guys let me you probably can google it i'll see if i can look it i'll see if i can look it up man because somebody stephanie mills that's what it was oh my god does somebody actually have mm-hmm. the
0: everything's online baby
2: this, so so this means i'm not the only person because up until the internet i thought i was the only person that remembered this moment Cause me and my dad were watching this with my with my mom and we were laughing so hard cuz we were like, "Oh my god, he's so bad and she's so good." And he's just like, "Uh, let me get on one knee like I'm proposing." And, Ooh,
0: he got the, the the puffy uh 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 sleeves.
2: Yeah, let me see if this is uh This is
0: 1980. What?
2: Let me see if this is real if this is the one. <laughs> Yeah, see? <laughs> Y'all, like, you can't see this out in podcast land out, out in the world, but oh, here in yeah, the chat. Knees. He like gets on his knees, like, he's gonna, he's literally gonna, uh, gonna tear that thing up tonight, uh, because she started like going in, and he's like, I ain't got nothing for Stephanie Mills at 10. I, what I gotta do is rely ah! on this good hair, and this light skin, and this tall frame, and I'm just gonna make the lady swim, cause it's not gonna, i'm not gonna out sing her Mm-mm. and what you can't see here is that this is after he did his part
3: Ah, so like okay. y'all are
2: seeing the end of it the, the 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 song but he did his part and everybody was like eh, i don't know and then she started going everybody's like whoa and so that's why he's acting like this all right let me go back
1: and then he was like
2: what if i ate this pussy right yeah. ah! baby if i eat this pussy would you That'd be good
3: right
2: right like he literally acted like he gonna kiss her y'all
3: Oh, my God. Ah.
2: wish i had better audio guys because you i I just remember being you know watching it live at the time on regular tv and it was so much like you were just like oh shit because like in the studio you know it's not that bad but um oh wait is this this might be the full video and better quality anyway but um in the studio it's not that bad you know because you can like fix shit you can kind of like auto-tune some shit i could
0: sound flames in the studio right
2: but in real life live you can't cover Mm -hmm. up when one person when one person can fucking blow, like they can S-A-N-G sing, and you can just S-I-N-G sing, it's so obvious during that duet. All right, all right so I think I got the the actual better audio. Let me okay. see. Yeah, because that one's VHS. Put
0: your
3: hands together, if you please, and welcome Stephanie Mills.
2: Damn, they ain't even introduced uh, Christopher Williams. That's goddamn... <laughs> Let me skip it when he come out, cause you know we gotta you hear. You better
0: sing, girl.
2: Right, and by the way, this is Steel Harbor audio, and I can still hear that she can blow. Right? Mm hmm. She has a gorgeous
0: voice. i
2: I get such second head embarrassment. I can't even watch. Oh, did he the club. even know
0: the words to the song?
2: It's bad, man. That then that's the second most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to him. Getting caught shoplifting. That's sad. Ah, well, he,
0: ah.
1: he sang. He sang in his shoplifting voice. That was what was the matter.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what. It was. He's like, I. Right, this is why I still headphones because I can't hear a key. I don't know my range. I just. He, he but he tried all he tried all the tricks and when you can't say he's like i'm a am gonna do real deep like this mm-hmm. so, so I'm looking at me, I'm tall and I'm deep, and everybody's like, nope nope, it's not working
3: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. uh
2: get ready for a hundred and fifty million giant spiders to come up in your house this winter, guys. fuck that Mhm, it's mating season, y'all, it's autumn. Hey, you might think that saying was Halloween, bonfire night, colorful, colorful leaves turning on the trees. But it also means it's time for spiders to get down.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to go and spray the, a lot of times I like to spray like the front of the door. Mm-hmm. Where we, where you cross in. Uh, because a lot of times during this time of the year, books and shit like to kind of come in because the weather's changing. And I spray it right there. That way they cross that die. And yeah sometimes you actually see them because i'd rather you die out there than die in the house look that but yeah you ain't pay no rent here
2: spider's about to be getting it on some of that eight leg sex guys mm-hmm. 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 i'm talking about I'm talking about arachnophobia is what's gonna be going on Damn! in these spiders <laughs> and these silky so spider sheets guys Chopping those arachnid yeah, cakes, you, you, the uh, smithereens. You gonna walk
0: in and they gonna fuck around and have a spider orange and you ain't gonna know what's happening. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Early October is prime mm-hmm. time. I'ma be the police. It's a raid in this bitch. <laughs> it's a prime time.
1: For, oh, y'all got to die. Uh,
2: it's prime time for male arachnids to get male naked with some sexy females uh preferably in your attic air c- or cover or even that corner of the shower near the ceiling and this year experts have warned that 150 million giant spiders will be invading our houses uh so yeah giant giant, mm-hmm. giant. which means you can see them shout out to science uh some mm-hmm. <laughs> some of y'all might want to know how you can uh fight off the spiders they did give right. us some um they did give us some uh what do you call it uh some some clues okay they gave us some some tools number one clean up after yourself crumbs and dirt attract insects which in turn attract spiders because they eat insects okay so keep your house clean and you won't have to worry about this as much uh number two get rid of plants outside of your home because they said um loads of plant pots and overgrown shrubbery underneath your ground floor windows uh piles of wood near your front door is there ivy climbing up your walls they're perfect temporary housing for spiders who will then move into your home
0: oh no thank you
2: number three seal up cracks and gap, gaps all right number four get a cat Mm-mm. so maybe that cat doesn't, uh, no, that doesn't work no nope, doesn't work okay never
0: mind she said I, she said i got one that doesn't work
2: I was going to say, we got a cat that yeah. hangs out outside our house. That's
0: probably why we ain't got no spiders. Like, Jess, we literally got a cat. We do the show, and all of a sudden, we ain't seen him in a few days. He'll pop his head around there as soon as our blinds go up. I don't know what it is, but he likes something over here. Mm-hmm.
2: Number five, apparently they're really not keen on aromatherapy, so dilute some peppermint oil or eucalyptus oil uh, with water into a spray bottle and spritz your doors and windowsills daily.
0: Now, I do that part.
2: Well, there you go. You only get some of the 150 million spiders.
0: Some is enough.
2: <clears throat> All right. Well, don't 150
1: play giant me. spiders.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry, Rob. This sounds like a B movie from the
2: 60s. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching a movie maybe 10 years ago, maybe maybe longer about uh, giant spiders that were attacking people. It was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, for a movie, but for a, right for a know, movie
0: in real life is a whole nother story. Uh,
2: here's. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. yeah. It no, was
0: no, no anaconda,
2: ahead. but it was an okay movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a straight movie, you know. It was all right. Spiders wasn't wasn't fucking in that movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, here's here's mm-hmm. something: ten things to never say to a childless woman over fifty. It's by B. B. Lynch.
0: When you had kids,
2: this caused quite a stir on my Facebook page, but everybody kind of resolved it by the end, and it was kind of cool. Okay. What? Um. Now, first of all, let me say this. It reminds me of the article we read a while ago, maybe two years ago. It was on Mother's Day. And it was from the woman who was basically saying, like, not all mothers are celebrated. Like, because there are certain types of stigmas that we put on certain type of women where it's like they don't get all the support and stuff. Now, that's not saying there's anything we can necessarily do about everybody's motherhood. You know, some people don't have good support systems around them. Sometimes it's just bad luck of the draw, like hey you got a shitty mom or you live somewhere where you know you can't you're not in contact with the father of your child and the, pe- the other people in your life don't really you know celebrate celebrate you so mm-hmm. if you don't have any friends really or they're all you know in relationships you don't have a man that's going to celebrate you don't have a your family that's going to celebrate you for your mother's day yeah it can be lonely especially when you consider the respectability politics around certain types of motherhood like right. if you're married if you're with the man that is your um the child the father's child uh the the child's father if you're just with a man Uh, at the time like you kind of there's an expectation like they better celebrate your ass for mother's day because fuck that shit right but after that you know is it really an expectation you know and you know necessarily should it be or whatever right so anyway uh bb lynch writes i'm over 50 i don't have kids and you wouldn't believe the insensitive and at times cruel things that have been said to me not just by strangers but family and so-called friends as someone who did want kids it's especially infuriating and if you think that your childless friends aren't also infuriated then they just haven't let you see it i know because as someone who has written a lot about this subject i've had plenty of people contact me privately to thank me for doing so I know most people are just trying to make the, their childless, uh, I can't embrace the world child free yet, friends and, uh, loved ones feel better. But just trying to soothe, but just, just trying to suit, so, to help and soothe. And that is kind and appreciated and lovely. Thank you. I know how hard it can be for someone you love, uh, when they're in this kind of pain, especially if you feel awkward and embarrassed because you do, you do have children um it's one of those situations yes where you feel you can't say the right thing and that is sort of true if you can't can't avoid saying any of the following then at least you're not going to make things worse so here it goes all right so let me say this my first thing when i read this was like and that's actually why i just don't talk to people about this kind of shit because it's not it's not my business
0: and it varies per woman
2: yeah it's i don't know why i don't it doesn't even fucking matter i and i definitely don't want to deal with it it's not like can i have some sperm you know what i'm saying like like what i'm gonna say you know it's like hey that's that's your business between you and your body and whatever decisions you've made Mm -hmm. you know i know as as a couple that we're married we don't plan on ever having kids Mm -hmm. and yet you know you'll people that don't even fucking know you will come up to you and say stuff like when y'all gonna have some babies and stuff like that like, you know, fuck your decisions in your life and everything you think. Uh I would like to see some adorable <laughs> children for five minutes and then leave out of your life and leave you to hold, raise them motherfuckers.
0: Right, and it's a lot of conflict uh, because <laughs> sometimes don't people get cussed out and they're looking at you like you wrong for cussing them out when actually you should have never came to me. And then, because everybody ain't going to give a good response to that because right. some women don't have children out of choice. Some women don't have children... Uh, for medical reasons you know so so it it kind of varies around some women don't have children because they may have had abortions they may have miscarriages like you just don't know so when you ask that question it's actually emotional for some people and you open up wounds that you were not ready for so a lot of times it's best just to not ask
2: the best case scenario is that they tell you i just don't want no kids right that's actually the best case scenario so think about all the other shit you can say to fuck that up it's not like that's a great feeling when sometimes well i just don't want kids oh dope you know what i'm saying like nobody ever. Agreed. no they like, don't
0: go dope next right. thing is why and you're right like, okay now we're going down a motherfucking road right. you want me to fuck in front of you go away
2: all right so um she says i was reading uh here's here's some things that have been said to her
1: would you can i okay. ask one thing mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: would you ever ask that to a man
0: correct
2: right never right never like, if you ask a man why he ain't got no kids, it's more like, damn, I can't believe you've been wearing rubbers all this time. Like, is that, like, it's not a, uh, <laughs> indictment of, like, his manhood. It's more like, you know, like, damn, you've been practicing safe sex your whole life. What is you, gay? You know what I mean? Like, it's never, <laughs> right. it's never something positive. Right. It's always like a shot at their masculinity, you know? Oh,
0: right. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a two-edged sword because you got society and then you have women to put pressure on other women because, for most women, when you interact with them, even if you don't know them, the one of the very first question is, "Do you have children?" Mm-hmm. Like literally, that's one of the very first questions that's asked. You right. know, do you have children? No, and now and then you got to go down this road with right. a complete stranger that you don't know.
2: So here's some comments she's got over the years, and you know when I when I hear this, I'm like, I'm sure other women get this. Like it's not just her. No, no, no. Uh, I was reading recently about womb transplants, or some Ooh, clinic plans, plans. yeah
0: yeah wait what <laughs> yeah that's what, that's what they said to her
2: yeah yeah
0: and then wonder why i cussed you smooth the fuck out
2: yeah or some clinics overseas help older women or janet jackson had a baby when she was 50.
0: i'm not goddamn janet jackson
2: these what's the matter with you yeah. oldie hon <laughs> right i
0: know did your ass get all your eggs cracked what's wrong with them
2: mm-hmm uh these helpful comments just aren't i know you're trying to give us hope and that is sweet but i'd say hope is the last thing we need believe me any woman or man unhappily childless has thought about every possibility but there uh comes a time when you have to give up on hope that simply prolongs the pain to concentrate on healing i think i got that from oprah and oprah knows uh other things people said to her look on the bright side Oh boy, a former friend of mine, age 51, also with no children, took it upon herself to give me a pep talk. We're in the same position, she said, and I'm happy. It's about attitude. But you never wanted children, I replied. But we're in the same situation, she said. No, we're not. But you got the life you wanted, I stressed. And she said, I got the life I dreaded. Uh, I mean, she said, I, wait, I, but you got the life I wanted, you wanted, and I got the life I dreaded. She said, but we're exactly the same, and I'm happy. Be positive. Um, then she did a positivity dance for me, and her crassness, ignorance, and emotional disconnect wasn't offensive enough. She was a really bad dancer. Uh, yeah, that's another thing, man. Like, just because you figured a way out to be happy about it, or, you know, this is like a decision that you did make, it doesn't mean that everybody in the same situation is gonna feel the same about it. You know?
0: Correct.
2: Uh, I have friends who mention me not having kids every time I see them. Is that all they see? No baby on my boob or tie on my hip, or is this about them? Perhaps being a parent is the only way they define themselves.
0: Right, and and I've come to the conclusion, too. I, I know I don't know if you're going to continue on, but... Yeah, it's more. I, I've come to the conclusion, too. Some <coughs> people harass uh, women that are childish because they're miserable, and they want you to be miserable, too.
2: Mm.
0: Like, I've come to that conclusion. They feel like you ought to go through the things that I have went through, you know... And so, because you don't, and and sometimes I think some parents judge people with no children and just think you're ignorant and you don't understand and and how could you relate? And you're like, but just because I don't have a child, don't mean I'm just ignorant and stupid to like the concept of children. You know, yeah. they act like you. They act like just because I don't have a child, I can't have empathy and sympathy and love for a child just because I don't have a child. And you're like, well, I might not understand that quote unquote that bond that you have. But it does not mean I don't understand.
2: Here's one. You know. go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I hate it when people call you selfish. Yes. don't want a kid.
0: That's the number one. Because
1: I feel the opposite. I feel like I don't need a little person that looks just like me, narcissistic Nancy. Okay? Mm -hmm. I will adopt a child if I have that feeling ever. There are so many fucking unwanted children. You know how many unwanted fucking kids there are? I need a child. I'll go get one.
2: That's, and the other thing is like nice. selfish, calling somebody selfish for not having a kid, that's mm. to me is not selfish. Selfish is having a kid and not taking care of your kid. Correct. Like I'm, like I'm gonna go out here and go to the club tonight rather than raise my kid. I'm gonna go, uh, you know, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the fun things that I need to leave behind, uh, if I, when I choose to have a child. Instead of being a good father, I'm gonna be out of my kid's life doing all kinds of God knows what. You know, like that's selfish. Like how the fuck am I selfish for, i'm selfish to the person that's not here there's no obligation to create a person for you no
0: it's not
2: uh here's one you don't know what exhaustion is Uh, i was talking to my aunt about needing to talk to my sister about something i wouldn't call her now she's shattered you know what it's like you don't know what it's like you don't have kids well thank you for stating the obvious honor the year thank you too for completely negating my fatigue I mean, sure, I often don't sleep due to devastation and depression about not having kids and not wanting to dream. Again, about holding a baby and waking up in tears, living with infinite grief is exhausting. And of course, parents have the go- the gorgeous joy of their gorgeous child to counteract their crushing tiredness. But you are right. I don't have any kids and my inner, uh, innervation is not valid. Thank you for pointing out what parents have the monopoly on tiredness. Um, yeah, Ooh. that, that, first of all, that's an ether. Mad. Yeah, she is like, she <laughs> is
1: i mean i you, understand or right. argument but good fucking grief lady you, you get, know i maybe are you getting fucked you just get <laughs> fucked you don't need to have a baby like i'm sorry is that hateful to say yeah. Look, like, i've only spewed hate today I'm
2: you know sorry. you know what i think you it is she, she fed up that's what i was gonna say because like somebody mm-hmm. uh, on my page they, when they were never reading it they was like well she comes out kind of bitter to me i'm like i i like i'm not even disagreeing but isn't it funny who we allow to be bitter? Because bitter is kind of like a dismissive term, that, especially that we give women, right? Like, bitter-ass bitch, you know, and then we just don't listen to anything else they have to say. But what about valid bitterness? Because you know who else right. is bitter? I know I sound bitter every time I talk about racism. I know motherfuckers listen to me and be like, this motherfucker bitter. It's like, because I'm sick of this shit. I'm 39, nigga, like... My whole life been this. Like, I, like, I'm, when women talk about, uh, you know, sexism. And street harassment. You know, man. misogyny. Yes, being street harassed. Things like domestic violence. People, oh, she sounds bitter. It's like, but sometimes it's valid. Like, 50 years of y'all bringing this shit up, I might sound a little, I might be a little upset. Now, also, it does sound like some of this shit is personal stuff, like, she really wanted to have a kid
0: right so it's not
2: so like unlike unlike a lot of people she's not making the quote-unquote choice as much as she's like i got stuck with this so that might also be why she sounds bitter because people talk about you like because in that case you're basically assuming like well you made this choice not to have kids so you just don't you don't really understand your 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 tiredness isn't valid only somebody with a kid well i don't really I don't. Yeah.
1: I don't relate, and I don't. You know what I mean. I don't, right. and I don't say bitter. I say mad. She seems mad, and you know yeah. what? You should be mad. Everybody should be mad if what they're mad at. Right. But she says this is a long email or right. essay. I don't know whatever how you. Call it. You
2: you got know, you can tell this fifty years in the making.
0: Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like yeah, you go, you gonna have a lot to say. And, and
2: what did she start this with? I normally smile and nod and don't talk to people about this, so I don't say anything. So you know, before she wrote this, she was like sip my wine <gasps> it just was like oh, right was, she,
0: she, she like that Kermit at, at the frog gift yeah um and also is is one of the things too where like you say a lot of times people see that anger and they don't go into why the anger is there they just yeah. see the anger and it's saying she's bitter is a way to dismiss her feelings as being valid
2: you know also you can't really here's the thing as a friend and as a human being I like to feel helpful right you can't help everybody i can't Mm -hmm. help this lady's problems like i don't like this shit bigger than me the most i can do is not talk to her about it like this like if she's feeling this strongly now how would you know she's feeling like suicidal and depressed and shit i don't know i guess you had to talk to her she talked to you or something that's not some information most people just give out you know like hey how you doing well i'm suicidal about not being able to have a baby but every other than that you know what i mean like it's not gonna come up so people probably step on her on her triggers all the fucking time in normal conversation you know uh so how hey, are you feeling sir. about the whole <laughs> she said she gets asked so how are you feeling about the whole baby thing now a lot yeah you know, like you're like, supposed to just get over it yeah like well it's been a year now you should be better right you know um mm and she was like not good i don't know suicidal but thanks for bringing up the worst thing that's ever happened to me when we're out having a drink with our friends and i just want to have a nice unemotional time how are you feeling about your husband leaving you for that freeze okay okay with that now chip anyone
0: (laughs) come on because people do that shit trying to be and you be like hey we we not gonna go here
2: (laughs) that's hilarious though uh (laughs) how you feeling about meet
0: them at their yeah meet them at their own game like
2: right or whatever the fuck they're saying, you came back.
1: Right.
3: Shame, shame. Uh,
2: shame, uh, shame. Uh, lucky you. All those lions, basically. And lie- this is from Australia. So basically, you get to sleep in all the time. Lucky you. Which just kind of goes to the tired one. I feel like that's kind of mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Um, so what was wrong with you? Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, yeah, see, that's a lot, man. You know, that's a lot, dog. Um <laughs> yeah dog, that's
0: yeah like like if so if you had so if, let's say medically she couldn't have children you're going well you're not valid you're not right. a real woman something's wrong with you
2: in her case she's saying uh something like i just didn't meet the right person which is a surprise isn't it when there's such a fabulous system of thoughtful people in the world like you so she's like i just never met somebody so maybe she ain't want to adopt or Adoption artificial official insemination expensive right these are all things that cost a lot of money to people yeah. so yeah they do you know some some of this shit is kind of classed out like you don't and not to you know not to mention whatever personal goals you had like i don't know your personal story like you may really have sitting around like uh i need to meet a man that's like this this and this i don't know uh didn't you want hey, can i oh, ask yes no go ahead
1: can i ask you is this all from strangers these are all unsolicited from strangers this is people also that she knows correct right Right. she's saying
2: both like strangers and friends ask these things of her over the her 50 years um didn't you want children is one uh she said the correct answer is none of your business mate how now just give me my change (laughs) so that must be from a stranger uh think of the money you're saving children are so expensive uh and then she talks about things she spends money on anyway uh it's not for everyone uh she says i tell this story too often but i can't get enough of it because it's just enough so uh i was at a funeral and a woman i apparently met before came over to me uh no hello how are you oh no she just went straight in so did you ever marry me no her did you have kids me no her oh well well done anyway it's not for everyone she she said uh she said she was lucky the class class was closed um yeah no. and lastly at, at least you don't have stretch marks and she was like oh but i do got stretch marks come on
0: yeah you, you ain't gonna you don't gotta you don't gotta
2: be pregnant to get stretch marks no you don't um i have a question yes
0: mm-hmm. thank you uh
1: did she arrive into these establishments or places where strangers were with a stroller that was empty yes. of a baby is that how it came up I mean, what the fuck Oh, oh thanks for my change, mate. I know she's trying to be funny and shit. Oh, overseas they try this fucking right. humor. But no. How the fuck is this coming up when you got a pack of cigarettes? Right. For Christ's sakes. Really? Maybe. Are she's, you leading them in with something? She, I want a baby but never had one T shirt. You
3: know
2: I mean? Ask me about the baby I never had. Is, right. not, Thank you. She's, life. she's not talking about that T shirt she wore. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know. <laughs> yeah I but but what's funny though is um i think the overall thing i took from it i mean other than obviously she's fed the fuck up i think that's the number one thing everybody took from it yeah. but uh you know the the one of the other things i took from it though is how intrusive we are about women's bodies anyway come on because like as a man they're
0: not it's not your own because yeah, they- as a
2: man my experience isn't like that at all like i'm 39 i don't have kids anytime someone asks about it if i say no it goes away like right. that's it like there's no further questions like very rarely i can probably count on one hand the number of people in my life that didn't ask a follow-up question to that because it's just like it's different like no one owns my body
0: correct and i have a question i know it's happened to me but does anybody actually well, what did your wife want any um
2: because that's what happened to me yeah I people like, have no. done people have done like, the did your
0: husband want him? i was like well he didn't want them either what the what the fuck
2: yeah, people have done the like Karen didn't want no kids or something like that your wife didn't want no kids I'm like she don't want none either that's why we together I don't know like I, you know so yeah I, I definitely understand um, I understand the frustration on that level of like and maybe it's because I'm an introvert I don't know I understand the frustration of like none of this is your fucking business can I have my coffee please you know mm-hmm. what I mean I do understand that idea um, but like I said there's a tinge of anger I think that puts people off because she's she fed the fuck she's she's just now talking about it and she's 50 you know what i'm saying like she might have it's like if you know what it's like if we didn't have this show and episode one for me was like yesterday and i just was like you know what let me tell you about these white people that episode gonna sound real hard to listen to <laughs> you know what i'm saying because i ain't talked about these motherfuckers for 40 years like of course of course that like if i wrote that article everybody's gonna be like no this motherfucker is militant as shit he that dude hate white people you know what i mean but like if you talk about a little bit every day like if she had a podcast i bet her podcast wouldn't be that bad but yeah she wrote an article about you know 50 years a long time to accrue only 10 things the top 10 of who said right. some fuck shit. Right. Like, yeah, that's that's pretty fucked up.
0: And that's the top ten in his title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baron.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Baron. <laughs> <I'm> so
0: hateful. <laughs> I, I like that.
2: Baron Trump. Um... I like that. <laughs> All right. <guys. laughs> We're gonna uh <laughs> so all right we're gonna go to the next sessions and bring everybody back on camera on screen and then we're gonna do white people news when we get back guys no okay. guest to race i mean no fucking black people no guest to raise today let's let's lighten the mood guys okay? okay so give me a second i'll get everybody back on screen i'll invite so, jess back yeah, on invite you
0: back on jess
2: give me one second jess be right back um but yeah i i don't know but it does remind me that mother's day article Mm -hmm. because that also had a tone quote-unquote and you know the worst thing a woman can be in the world is rude and
0: have an attitude and then that's one thing too and people go well you know why she sounds so mad and bitter because motherfucker i am society tells me i'm not supposed to show my emotions society tells me i i'm just supposed to be fucking happy right happy my children pissed me off today happy my husband made me mad happy I, i'm tired i'm just supposed to motherfucking put on a happy face at all times i'm not supposed to be mad about anything i'm not even supposed to be goddamn mad about a motherhood because there are a lot of women that have children that wish they didn't have children you know you know there's a lot i've talked to women and say i love my kids i love my kids to death if i had to do it again i would not
2: yeah there's a comparison um like i said to to um the, the comparison i made because there was you know some people that are just like uh oh, she sounds bitter she sound you know a, a lot of people go through things in life and a lot of people are in pain so it's kind of um you know um a lot of people are healing and, and i encourage you to like kind of join in on this and what about people that like lost a child what about people that have right. miscarriages what a, right but i re- i kind of reject that right because she's talking about a very specific type of pain for her right correct for and her. and in the way that uh we wouldn't tell somebody who was like sexually assaulted like well you know i got beat up by the police and you know what about people that had a child get murdered you know what why we got to talk about josh it's like that's not really hearing that person i think Mm-mm. the i think in this case you know i can respect that you are have this specific pain Mm -hmm. i don't know how to fix it you've been Mm -hmm. dealing with it and it sounds like from all the things that you're saying you would rather not have anyone talk to you about it right so i just wouldn't talk to people but i but this is my general rule of thumb anyway i just don't talk to people about shit like this it like you know that that seems like unless we friends that seems like a hell of a lot to fucking ask of a person and then especially with the loaded like you had them kids yet? It's like, no motherfucker. Do you see them kids walking around here? Like <laughs> uh You lucky you so for little so refreshed. Boy, I'll tell you these kids. You know, like I can understand how she, there's like microaggressions that you have to deal with um, you know, as as a as a woman uh in that situation. So. All right, guys. i should have had
1: my mom. Yeah <laughs> my mom told me my whole life. She told my whole life. She said, Uh, jesse uh don't have a child they ruin your life they do i resemble that comment
2: (laughs) well you know what it's time to talk about some some nice white people guys it's time to talk about white people news here on the blackout tips um and you know we had to start that off with some music made for us by black people that was covered by white people that's that's the best way to do it. Um, uh, I'll try to put it on screen and make it enlarge for you. Karen, let me know when it gets on screen so I see the video. We
3: see
2: it. Okay. Cool. Y'all do. All right. Let me make it bigger. Um, so everybody can, uh, join in, uh, in a second. All right. Why doesn't it want to? Okay. Take your sweet ass time. Take it. There we go. All right. Um, so I'll make it bigger so you guys can see the full video and that should work there. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, cool. And I'll play it for you guys, all right? It's by my man Obadiah Parker. Parker.
0: Bring Ob- it, Obadiah. Not Obadiah.
2: Must be on his 2 years outside of the Quaker farm.
3: My baby don't mess around because she love loves me so And so I know no for sure But does she really wanna but can't stand to see me walk out, out the, the door. door I can't stand to fight the feeling Cause, cause the thought alone
2: is killing me right now thank God for mom and dad Let's take it two together Cause we don't know how <laughs>
3: hey, hey, yeah Woo,
2: hey, yeah. that's the same song hey, It sound like a gospel song
0: I need some candles hey, yeah. Where's the light
3: you think you got it, oh, Ooh, you, you
0: think, think you
2: got it, it But God, oh, I just don't get it till there's nothing at all Oh, 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 oh. You,
3: get together, oh Ooh, you get together, oh, you get together Except it's always better when there's feelings
2: involved oh, 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 If what they say that nothing is forever. And what the, and what takes? what makes, what makes The deception Why why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why So when we know we're not happy here Y'all don't hear me, y'all just want to dance If there are any tools In the congregation, come to the altar I know, he's doing
0: the altar call, ain't
2: he? If you feel Jesus calling Come on down here to the front we're going to pray over you. And I know but you didn't think you could.
1: Wake up hey, <laughs> oh,
2: Lord. I know you don't think that you can make the rent, but if we can just get that 10% this month. God will find a way.
3: Yeah. being cool. Ice cold.
2: I alright, all right, alright, alright, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And ah. oh, oh, yeah, we're going to break it down in just a few seconds here. Don't make me break it down for nothing.
2: I want to see you all on your arms. That is behavior. <laughs> Leave me your ear.
3: I, L- a- am your neighbor. <laughs> I am your neighbor Oh shit a second shake shake second shake shake a second shake shake second shake shake a
2: second shake shake second shake shake second shake shake a second shake shake a second shake shake a shake 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 a shake 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 a shake 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 shake
3: shake shake a a second shake shake a shake <laughs> one- a- 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 second
2: Strip song. Come through, Obadiah. Do it for the sheep. Do it for the barn raising. home through over dial parker i feel like big boy would go on tour with him after this because
3: ah! i mean
2: like could y'all even tell the difference
3: because <laughs> it was
2: just so good you know i like to thank andre 3000 this is why andre retired he heard this dude and he said you know what man I-
3: i'm
2: out. ain't nothing left to do ain't nothing left to do dog i'm done with this music thing i'm gonna move into acting all right guys let's talk about white people what these white people are up to I'm gonna skip that, you alls man. Yeah, I
0: yeah, we we yeah, feel like we're all
2: disgusted with Trump yeah, at this point. Are, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, it don't get no whiter than this story. Kim Cattrall, y'all remember her from Sex in the City? Mm. The slutty one.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, yes.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, well, she taped the episode of the ITV series Life Stories with Pierce Morgan, and addressed the claims that her demands shut down filming on Sex and the City three. The four female stars of Sex in the City have spent the past 20 years shooting down rumors of fuse and tension amongst the cast. And don't forget this uh, this news is brought to you by White People and most importantly, wine. Okay guys, forgot to say before we get into this, I have had a special announcement. Um <clears throat> Triangle Wine Co is fueling this this segment with their wines, with their alcohol, uh craft beer. Uh they have a, they have a wine and craft beer store with a huge selection from all over the world for every budget. Uh, from well-known brands to rare finds from small producers shop online and have your order shipped or swing by the tasting bars in their stores if you're in the raleigh durham area of north carolina where you can sip while you shop leonard brothers you can go on out there you know not that your knee hurt you don't need time to sip on some wine mm-hmm. visit TriangleWineCo.com to compare their competitive prices and save 10 percent on your order of regularly priced wines and beers with offer code TBGWT through the end of October or this is a special announcement. Take advantage of the limited edition wine pack, Queen Karen sweet pear. Yes. That's right. Karen got her own wine pairing, a wine pair of wines. Yes. This custom wine pack features two bottles of sparkling wine. That's what
0: I'm talking about. Karen
2: likes it sweet, y'all. Mm-hmm. It's, it comes with just peachy, refreshing, bubbly from France. And Cantina da corzorzo Malvasia sparkling red from Italy.
0: Thank you, Mama. I made it.
2: <laughs> if if purchased separately, these two bottles would be twenty five ninety eight. Or you can buy Queen Karen Sweet Pear and save fifty three percent.
0: Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, shout out to the fifty three percent. The first thing y'all done did right.
2: And pay just twelve dollars and twenty one cent for the pack search queen karen or browse the wine packs category on trianglewineco.com and i'll also include a link to her uh specific pack in the show notes so you guys can go get you so get your wine on okay get drunk with us get hooked
0: up yeah so next time we do this you can have your own wine and crackers Mm -hmm. yes
2: and we're sipping on that peach right now guys oh
0: and it is it is flame emojis Mm. thank you so much y'all it really tastes like a peach yes honey i'm glad i got my own pack yeah i have made it in life
2: yes i mean i listen i've been the only one sipping on karen's sweet pear around here till now,
1: <laughs> now y'all that's can what all... i'm saying i'm like
2: karen's
1: <laughs> titties are for, for
2: sale y'all can I now right? come and join in on the fun everybody <laughs> come get a sip uh all right so uh kill sat down with pierce morgan uh that piece of shit for a taping of his itv story uh show life stories last night and an audience member says the actress denied having shut down production on a third uh sex in the city movie with her over the top demands um daily mail tv revealed last week that could i hope i'm pronouncing it right uh had wanted the studio behind the franchise Warner brothers to produce other films she is, it had in development in order to sign on the project sarah jessica parker confirmed later that same day that the studio was forced to cancel production just a few weeks before the principal photography was set to begin saying she was disappointed by the news the move did not sit well with control however she said that she's been saying no to the project for the past year and never once suggested she might board the film and now now at this very moment it's quite extraordinary to get any kind of negative press about something i've been saying for almost a year of no that i'm demanding or a diva she said and this is really where i take to task the people from sex in the city and specifically sarah jessica parker mm. it, mm-hmm. Why white on white women crime y'all right i hate to see my white queen I- fight
1: Piers Morgan is such an instigator too. You could just hear him yes, like yes. All right, then tell us about those cunts that you worked with. I mean yes. really let us know. Let us know. It holds bar nothing. We're in England now. You can say whatever the fuck you want right. you wanna know. You know we skinny bitch. She was very skinny. Was she horrible? <laughs> right.
2: We say twat here. Like, ah! <laughs> you, go on, say it, go on. You can say it. Let's all say it together, audience. <laughs> yeah that dude is a piece of shit you knew he was trolling mm-hmm. the only way it could have been worse that she would have went on uh what watch what happens live because that that andy cohen dude that oh. dude he be getting the good he dude. he is yeah like i don't know how he does it oh. but he he gets people to say shit that i'm just like oh that's not gonna look good in the headline no, it's not. um but yeah she called her out know, by I to
1: You too because as my as my people i got to speak for my people for a second he's a gossipy yenta Jew gay man that's like all wrapped into one snowball of ratchet nasty <laughs> fucking queen. Fucking, ah, we're gonna get you to monster. Here's a cocktail, too. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking
2: shit. Right, like,
1: ah, like it's all oh, so hard, so hard. Like
2: Ooh, last week, I, I forget the last one we did, but he had someone, um, it was somebody reputable and they basically agreed with an audience member. But that made the headline look like they said it, right? So it's like, mm. uh, it, like, I forget, like, let's say it was Kim Kardashian. It wasn't, but let's say it was. It's like, Kim Kardashian says, Black China is a trashy whore. And you're like, what? <laughs> she said that? And then you go, you go see the clip and she didn't actually say it. Right. Like, someone asked her, like, do you think black china's a trashy whore and then she'll be like oh i i can't i can't say i you know what i'm not gonna say that and then everybody's like "Ooh!" and then she they're like she nodded her head yes that means she agreed so she said it you know and i'm like damn watch what happened live is a fucking setup ain't so good though so good anyway um uh, and this is where I really take the task from Sex of the City and specifically Sarah Jessica Parker in that I think she could have been nicer she then reiterated I really think she could have been nicer later in the interview she again <laughs> spoke of Sarah Jessica Parker or as I like to call her SJP and <laughs> said I don't know what her issue is I never have oh
3: mm. shit
2: mm. sound like in the city to me yeah. this beef this beef goes way back like, you know what I bet it's over I bet it's over a damn man never dick will make, <laughs> make you slap somebody dick will
0: make
2: you slap somebody control Cattrall also scoffed at the notion that she was ever close to signing on to the film, telling Morgan that she declined and offered to return as a sex-positive publicist, Samantha Jones. The answer was always no and a respectful firm no, she said. She then addressed some of the specific allegations reported by the Daily Mail TV, claiming, I never asked for any money. I never asked for any projects to be thought of as some kind of diva. It's absolutely ridiculous. The exact demands that she made were not revealed by sources, but she has certainly been valuable uh for the studio the first sex in the city film made 65 million dollars and grossed was made for 65 million dollars and grossed 415 million
0: I've seen that first one
2: you saw the first sex in C- mm-hmm, but yeah. you didn't even watch sex in the city
0: mm-hmm. i went with your mama me and your mama went to go see if i'm not mistaken
2: uh, did my mama even watch sex in the city i don't remember i don't even know if she watched sex in the city
0: i went to go see it with somebody
2: mom text <laughs> me if you listen to this do you watch sex in the city or you just went to see the movie because it was about for white women <laughs> i guess it was before in a world before a girls trip you just got to take what you can get right, right.
0: you was like Ooh, four, four women doing something fabulous i mean yeah. they gonna be fucking yeah
1: and Sexman City. let's see do they use washcloths when they shower
2: <laughs> nope uh
1: dirty no. white ladies
2: yeah and uh the sequel brought in 300 million dollars on a hundred million dollar budget Both of those films were two of the biggest profit generators for the studio that year. Gattrall went on to explain that doing another film just does not fit into her life at this point i remember so clearly making that decision and last december i got a phone call and it was concerning that and i knew exactly i could feel it and the answer was simply thank you but no i'm good said control adding that she got that call last december i went off to sweden to do this fantastic fun job i get a call in sweden and what i hear then is but we just want to talk about it a little bit thank you i said thank you very much i'm very flattered but thank you no uh she said that this did uh little to deter the producers who came back to her once again a short time later months go by i'm finishing i finished the film i come back to new york they say we believe that the period of time you have spent connected to this franchise you really should sit down with one of the creators and they could talk to you about just talk to you about it and i thought to myself i already know the answer this isn't about more money. This is not about more scenes. It's not about any of those things. This is about a clear decision, an empowered decision in my life to end one chapter and start another. I'm 61. It's now. I guess she didn't want to be the sex crazy 61 year old on screen. Like, no, apparently not.
0: And, and I gotta remember. Yeah, they older. Like sex in the city is like 20, 30 years old, somewhere around that th- at least 20 years yeah. old. So yeah, they gotta be pushing an age now.
2: I kill her i mean uh, did anybody
1: ask patrell if she getting a womb replacement because
2: they're doing that now yeah I, that's what they should have said listen you're getting old you ain't got no children i know you restful you got i mean you probably got all <laughs> kinds of energy sleeping all she damn day some money. right you're no rich stretch marks come now, on <laughs> now ma'am that did you say you wanted uh milk in this coffee or not uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take your order did you want soy right um uh she basically said i want them to make the movie if that's what they want to do it's a great part i played it past the finish line and then some and then some and i love that another actress should play it maybe they should make it an african-american samantha jones or hispanic samantha jones oh so she like i'll give up my spot y'all diversify just have you know it's like james bond who anyone can play james bond like just let somebody else be uh samantha jones y'all don't know no black people
3: come on
2: yo by hey. the way i would i would live like, I haven't seen the movies. I have watched the series. I haven't seen the movies. I would actually go to the theater if they just fucking race switched Samantha. Mm-hmm. For no, like, didn't yeah. explain it or nothing. Just, like, you just look up and you're like, what is Nisi Nash doing in this? Come like, on! <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: like Roseanne when they replaced Becky and they didn't say shit. Ah, they didn't
2: say she she shit. Becky. There she is. She like, she I, is. yo, oh. I would yeah. actually watch the last two movies. Just so I could be in the know for the third, and I'd be in the motherfucking theater day one if Nisi Nash was playing Samantha Jones.
0: Like, uh, what is it, that mom and Fresh Prince, they switched out, and everything kept trucking.
2: Uh, Aunt Viv.
0: Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv went from light skin, from dark skin to light skin, and the show kept moving.
2: Right. So, I, I, I won't lie, guys. She
0: gonna go up to the room like Judy and never come down?
2: Yeah. (laughs) She she then offered like
0: family matter, she's just gonna disappear.
2: She then offered up more ideas. Or bring in another character. It can be another character. This is what I really believe that this franchise needs, another point of view, and this could be it. I don't feel like a victim. I feel like I came out on this on top. This is giving me a fantastic platform. Sarah uh-huh. Jessica, she could have been nicer. She could have in some way. I don't know what her issue is. I never have. Uh it uh-huh. was yeah. So uh huh.
1: Uh-oh, Uh oh! you know what? I got, like, something at my door. Oh, hi, Hello. it's the UPS man. You guys, yes. this is very exciting. Yeah,
2: hi. UPS <laughs> man. Last time it was flies in yeah. Jess's room. Yeah. You know, oh, my
1: God. You guys, come up. That man died. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. What? What? Are you serious? Yes.
2: Was he Thank dead you so then?
1: Much. Thank you
2: is that why he had he flies? He was dead in the
1: apartment. That's why the flies came and fucking were circling in my house. Oh, um, because you said
2: because yeah. remember she said it was a dude yes. downstairs that she was like he oh, old and I don't know where these flies coming from. I hope he not dead. Yeah. That nigga was dead. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. Serious? I never, yes. I told you
1: serious? Had helped him a couple times because he had fallen in the, in the, in the hallway, like mm. fallen, like an old man fallen dead on the ground. And I was like, ah, and I went over and I was trying to help him and I was th- calling over other people like, young man, like I was some elderly lady, young
3: man, come and help me. yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then yeah, he expired.
2: Damn. oh Well, that's an update mm-hmm. to that one. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. You guys now have the uh, end of that season three plot. Yeah, from the yeah, so, yeah,
0: like somebody <laughs> said, if, if he had had kids, <laughs>
2: should have had them kids, man. Might have been around. Uh,
1: he did. They're, they're there. They're there now. Oh. He, he, he didn't, they didn't take his apartment, which is crazy. Like this, uh, you know, the gentrifying is nuts in my yeah. neighborhood right now. Like I yell at white people is how bad it is. I'm like, get out of here and <laughs> back to your old neighborhood. Uh and I'm walking around like I belong and shit, like I'm such a fucking fake you know, I'm like, right. hola, hola I'm like my mom, I'm like my mom, my mom totally she only speaks Spanish she didn't like white people, like that's what I've turned into her, I've now taken her spirit here I go
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you just gotta have a kid that you hate for being white, man, then the cycle will continue, had to complete the, next the cycle generation. cause yep.
1: I'm not fucking any white people right now woo
2: oh well you know they got womb. you know they got wound transplants oh
1: lord oh thank you i haven't gotten there yet but I, soon come soon come soon
2: come i'm gonna wait till you're 50 we're gonna, we're gonna have you back on when you're 50 we're gonna be like now you know uh it's not too late to adopt i can't wait i
1: can't wait <laughs> i can't wait and i'll bring on my 23
3: year
2: old boyfriend then too yeah, yeah I'll try again. like this is a guy that blessed me with some good dick so somebody gonna die y'all be careful i don't know which of my friends it is <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. dick karma is real mm-hmm. um anyway these white women was Dude. fighting i, I don't yeah. really yeah
0: yeah now you know what and that's the time for thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers for your hips people on mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers that's when you say thoughts and prayers
2: mm-hmm. when J-
0: when jess got that 23 year old and she 51
2: right yeah thoughts and prayers send them up um anyway man these white people was fighting uh next let's see what else white people are into uh y'all know jamie redknapp no me neither i don't know who 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 they who jamie redknapp (laughs) is anyway his wedding ring is back on as he films new sporting show a league of their own after his wife louise hinted at difficulties at their 19 year wedding so jamie must have slid that ring off when they was going through problems and then she talked about them difficulties and he slid it back on uh-huh. uh now he's a tottenham Hotspur liverpool and england midfielder and that's a long name for a fucking team of sports i believe is that what that is guys is that a sports no. thing is that soccer is that football yes yeah, i said so- soccer player. Soccer. okay damn that's a long is that one team Totten- tottenham Hotspur no. liverpool in england like god damn It's like, it's like if they call it the Toronto Raptors, it's like, oh, you mean the Vancouver, Toronto, Greater Montreal area uh, Raptors? Yes, uh, they're pretty good. That's too much. Anyway, he's 44. He was joined by Jack Whitehall, Robbie Savage, Sesk Fribigas, Freddie Flintoff, Ramesh Rangathan, Charlotte Dujardin, uh, Bilbo, Bilbo Balbins,
0: uh, <laughs> oh yeah all oh, them names sound like they they sipping tea at tea time
2: daenerys targaryen <laughs> Yay! first of all, names uh and host james corden ahead of his fourth episode but it was the reemergence of his wedding ring just days after his wife louise hinted at problems within a 19 year marriage that caught the eye mm-hmm. the wedding band was very much on as jamie put himself through a series of fun challenges with his teammates while filming the forthcoming show Jamie was previously seen without the accessory as he covered Saturday's Huddersfield Town FC versus Tottenham Hotspur FC match for Sky Sports. It is believed to be the first time the star has been seen without his ring since rumors of marriage trouble started. Oh, shit. Despite being caught in the midst of hard times, (laughs) Jamie seemed in good spirits at the match as he did a stellar job covering the match and was seen laughing on the pitch jamie's outing came after louise 42 appeared on friday's edition of this morning and candidly told host Eamon holmes and ruth langsford that she had gone through hard times with her husband and that work had been a savior during the difficult period the star seemed slightly taken aback as Eamon asked her what is going on with you and jamie
3: oh shit
2: uh she responded i think it's been so heavily documented of course we all go through hard times and my priority and his priority are our children and protecting them and keeping as much of it as private as possible and loving them and putting them first that's really what we're focusing on the couple share sons charlie 13 and bo eight. the former Gray
1: sweatpants yeah
2: i was gonna say
1: Mm -hmm. no wedding ring i'm sorry i
0: couldn't i couldn't handle it Mm -hmm. i couldn't handle it i'm sorry rod yeah it it is gray sweatpants season we see them dick prints.
2: He out here thotting for the gram. That's how you know. Forget the wedding ring. He out there slanging that dick around. Come on. She should have known something was up. Look at him. You can't mm-hmm. keep all that in the box.
0: We know what gray sweatpants mean, gentlemen. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, we see the hard times in your relationship, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God, stop it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah uh, the the former eternal <laughs> the former eternal singer then spoke about the healing power of work on musical cabaret as well as appearing on strictly come dancing last year saying going back to work has been something that's been a real savior for me uh damn Like she was about to cry on the show damn yeah he took a L, man his wife out here telling their business spilling the
3: tea
2: mm-hmm. uh so yeah man this white man didn't wear his ring and it was big news it was important <laughs> <laughs> He put his ring back on, and somebody was like, "We need to write a whole ass article on this shit." Did you see he had his ring on? Did you see it? <laughs> um, oh my god, this is a video. You guys have to see it. This is so fucking stupid. I right. now I don't know technically the race of these people, but it's definitely some shit that feels like white people would do it. Okay. So somebody tried to do a prank for Halloween that was like The Walking Dead. It's gonna be like a uh, you know, the show, the horror zombie show so they chain up a dude that looks like a zombie and then they put a woman in a white suit that looks like maybe she works in a lab or something mm-hmm. and she's like holding the zombie on the chain. a chain Zombie zombie's supposed to look like he's trying to like get out into the street and scare people in the, with uh with cars okay it's a very short video <laughs> so you know obviously didn't scare that uh didn't scare that guy with the red van so now he's going to try to run out here and scare this car right here, right? Look at this. <laughs> he almost died. He almost died. That's the whitest shit I've ever seen in my life. For a joke, dog. Aww. She she drops the, the chain by accident, I'm assuming. Oh, and he don't know And he didn't know, and then he fell off the curb, and his head landed like fucking six inches from the tire of that car. It could, I mean, it's only one way to kill a zombie. You got to go for the brain, but I mean dude you almost died the fuck anyway that was extremely white yeah 100% white uh you know when i think of white women one of the patron saints of whiteness tilda swinton
0: yes yes yes
2: she's like like if there's you know how you go into like Lowe's when you want to paint your house and they had that color palette thing mm-hmm. she she like really close to the to the first like tap like she's up there like she's passed off white you know what i'm saying like ah, she's she's
1: alabaster yes alabaster
2: like she she is near the beginning dog um uh, well anyway she went out and she was dressed in a very androgynous look she is famed for her edgy andro- androgynous look, yet Tilda Swinton turned her back on her usual suited and booted ensemble as she slipped into a simply sensational white gown, which made the most of her statuesque frame as a star-studded BFI Luminous fundraising gala on Tuesday.
0: I like that dress. And she the one that played in Doctor Strange, right?
2: Yeah, she took uh the role of the ancient one. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be an Asian person. Correct. The 56-year-old, a bigger splash actress, uh looked studying in her flowing gla- gown with glimmering adornments at her so- shoulders while she was joined by a host of great and good of the UK film and TV industry uh, so I guess normally she wears like a suit on some David Bowie shit but then uh, in this one she wore like a dress
0: I like that dress on her though for real though I like that that's pretty
2: mm-hmm. oozing elegance nice. the flame haired beauty clad her statuesque figure in the how many times y'all gonna call her statuesque
0: cause she's probably tall
2: Mm, is that what that means? Yes. Okay. I always thought that meant she ain't had no, no ass and titties. Mm-hmm. So that means you just tall.
0: Mm-hmm. That's okay. a, that's a cute way to say tall. She ain't five, two like me.
2: Mm, okay. Uh, in a gown with a simple, stunning and design and cut, the white gown hung perfectly over a frame while her contrasting, while contrasting the pale color against her slick of bold red lipstick standing out of her alabaster complexion. Oh my God, yeah. they said that wow
1: they <laughs> don't they don't take it as an insult that's so weird yeah
2: right mm, interesting and uh, you know what
1: else mm-hmm. she looks like to me she looks like god's prototype for a white woman and then he kind of got it a little bit better a little bit better a little bit better mm. or an alien and posing as a white lady
2: mm, she does have that, that she has that alien thing about her face a little bit and I, I mean not because she had work done or anything she just she's always kind of had it you know um mm-hmm. she styled her bleach blonde where'd she
1: come from where'd she come from y'all I and what kind of name is that shit
0: i mean i'm just saying that's, that's a
2: good point yeah maybe she from like mars you
0: might be
2: she styled her bleach blonde crop in coif curls sitting in a stiff style while her flawless makeup was elegantly applied her ageless complexion fortified her years as she showed off an extraordinarily smooth complexion through her delicately applied cl- cosmetics uh then they took a lot of pictures uh joining the stunner with a bevy of other well-heeled stars including leggy joan froggart froggart leggy oh you know leggy joan froggart uh I don't know, (laughs) who is currently riding her uh, yet another wave of success following ITV's haunting new drama, Liar, in which she plays a rape victim. She, (laughs) I'm sorry. That
0: was a top story?
2: Wait. wait. What?
1: What? She cleaned up so good.
2: Yo, I'm just saying, that show, whatever the fuck that show is, sounds super problematic. The name of the show is Liar, and she's the main character, and she's a rape victim? I don't know. I just feel like I hope they don't fuck that story up. I just hope the plot twist isn't. And I made it up.
0: They said she was played in Downton Abbey. That's that English show. I never watched that. Mm. It played on PBS.
2: Okay. She showed off her endless legs in a scanty sliver mini dress while boosting her height with a pair of silver strapped sandals.
0: See, she boosting her height. That means she's
2: short. Her makeup was flawlessly applied with smoky eye coordinating with a metallic look while her blonde tresses were styled in a center parting with loose waves. How do we get on this, this white news? woman? Why is this news? Why She kind of looks like the, me. she kind of looks like the, t- she kind of looks like the 10 man in that dress. I know. hmm She just needs a heart. Apparently. Uh, there's Tilda Swinton with some other white people that we don't know. Uh, uh, with Dame Joan Collins and her husband. I don't know who that hey, is. Hey man, what's the rules on white people when you get the Dame thing? You know, like Dame Judy Dench dame helen Mirren. like when do you get dame is this just like what we call all old white people over there or do you like is that like when you become sir paul mccartney like
0: maybe i don't know
1: senior maybe when you're a senior citizen mm, okay because ah, so they like, don't want to say old ass fucking jackie collins <laughs> say, dame
0: jackie collins <laughs> yeah it just sound more elegant
2: yeah oh uh, that's cool i'm start calling old people dame that, that'll Man, be cool no
0: yeah
2: no karen can't call, i think it's i think it's cool to get a title when i saw a column old like you do i think that's offensive i rather call i'm gonna call my dad sir from now on. uh her downton abbey co-star michelle dockery was in tow looking stunning in an intricately patterned floral floral gra- gown complete with mustard sleeves and a fussy neckline.
0: i don't like that she look like she's gonna <laughs> be one of the three musketeers what's happening
2: here <laughs> that trash is like yeah yeah. Three
1: Musketeers meets Little House on the Prairie. They had a little <laughs> fight. Went very wrong. They went very wrong.
2: I like that very the front wrong. of the dress, they were like, but we still need to show a little cleavage. I mean, we need to... <laughs> let's definitely put a boob window in here, because uh, no Right, gonna... and,
0: and, 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 it, and it don't make no sense.
2: Look at like my grandma's curtains and shit. Um... <sighs>
0: We're like a bib. Well, she will be eating
1: lobster later, so
2: yes. we'll get her ready with a bib. Yes. A built in bib. Close your boob flap. You yes. don't want to get anything in <laughs> there.
0: To boob flap.
2: Anyway, she was dressed up. And then there are some other people.
0: Oh, no. Mm. She didn't keep that dress.
2: What about this dress? What is this? Who is this?
0: I don't know, but she didn't keep that one, too.
2: Veteran supermodel Erin O'Connor showed up in this dress. Mm-mm. Then I there was this white lady. Confusing. I think she's pregnant. Or is that a bow? Tamara Beckwith ball from a punk rock ensemble as she sported a billowing tartan gown paired with a tough leather jacket. That's grunge? I don't know about this. That feels like a poser. And then this dude showed up. Emma I Joy. His couch. Anyway, white people had a party, guys, until the swinton went. <laughs> Next thing. Uh, let's see what those white people are doing. Oh, this is the whitest shit I've read in a long time, guys. What happened? Uh, I, I, like only, like literally, I can only imagine a white person doing this. Um, Liam Gallagher says, if we get fucking pulled over, I get caught with ganja. He reveals he drives with cannabis in his car and admits the vehicle smells nice despite risking arrest. Whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> you know what I like to do? Tell the world I drive around with weed in my car just in case cops. Want an easy arrest? Uh, speaking in a video created by Vice at HBO, the Oasis rocker confessed he keeps marijuana in his vehicle and does worry that he may be fucking pulled over and arrested by the police. Oh, you don't know, not all. However, the 45-year-old well, he will now. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, he went on to admit that despite the risk of being caught, he likes how the drug makes his car smell nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. Get a
1: candle, fool. All
2: right must good to be white good to be white i be scared that regular shit in my car gonna smell like weed you know i'm like (laughs) i I gotta get home and get this incense out my car before you know (laughs) the cops pull me over they don't think
1: skunk right
2: i hit a skunk on the way home right (laughs) like i hope i hope this uh you know i hope this patchouli oil don't spill out the back of my car right fucking get pulled over these motherfuckers don't definitely shoot me i'm not that's the other thing he was like i don't want to i mean i might even get arrested i'm like i hope i don't get killed This. that's right <laughs> what's that smell get out the car oh no um anyway uh according to well, daily they go to his car and they're like oh
1: wow are not you from oasis <laughs> oh is
2: that weed let me get ahead awesome. bro we should like totally hang out i didn't know you were into this shit no <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to go. I see a black dude doing the speed limit. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> we'll catch up, buddy.
3: You didn't blink. No
1: you, blinker.
2: Right. I see a Jaywalk. I got to go shoot somebody. Be right back. Uh, the man <laughs> accidentally let slip in his uh video he carries weed in his vehicle and that he's aware that he could be arrested and prosecuted for the act. He said I've been carrying his, his weed around in London for a bit because we got the same driving that in London. But if we get fucking pulled over by the dibble, I get caught with ganja.
0: I'm assuming dibble is police? I'm assuming. Okay.
2: Seemingly not bothered by the risk the drug poses, he then added, but the car smells nice, so that's good. However, the rocket, you know. <laughs> This isn't supposedly making me mad because white people news. But do you know how many rappers have had their entire fucking trailer and entourage like fucking ransacked overseas for this shit? Like there were, like Snoop Dogg was banned for a while from going places because they was like, we found some weed. And I'm like, of course you found some weed. It's Snoop Dogg. What are you even doing looking for that shit? Like, do you want the people to hear the music or not? You know, like, uh, I forget who else got caught up going to Canada. There was some rapper that. It was either it was the locks or something, but it was like somebody where you like, of course Wiz Khalifa got weed. Like that's the fucking, that's the song, that's the title, that's the album, he only smoked weed. And I'm like, well, Lil Wayne, they had him for a while, he couldn't go to certain places. I don't know, man. It just seems kind of, I don't know. This dude made me mad. Cypress goodness. Hill? Oh, you know Cypress Hill done got hella, uh, you know, they, they done got pulled over a hella times, like just probably on the side of the highway, like, is that the Cypress Hill tour bus? Well, today I'm going to make a sergeant, you know? Duh! High uh. for that promotion. Anyway, he admitted of his kids in June, well, when it comes to drugs, I haven't got a leg to stand on, but I prefer if they didn't do anything. Wee's all right, but even that's fucking stupid. He also openly admitted can- smoking cannabis over the years with his brother Noel during the height of their Oasis, Oasis fame. It was even reported in a tell all novel written by a Qantas flight attendant in 2015 that the pair had tried to pay the staff a thousand euro, thousand pounds in exchange for letting them smoke on board a flight up to Bangkok back in 2005. The brothers have been estranged since 2009 and during a number of fights during their time in Oasis before the band finally split that, that year. Um the pair have openly criticized each other in public ever since with liam most recently revealing his only regret in his life is noel becoming a dickhead in an interview with the big issue he said the only regret i have is that our kid noel became a dickhead uh other than that i don't regret one bit people know we mean it and we didn't kiss ass uh to get where we got it's all been amazing uh he did hint at a future reconciliation between him and his brother, saying they had unfinished business to sort, and that he's still fond of his brother. I mean, it's your fucking brother, dude. Whatever it was, couldn't right. have been that serious.
3: Mm-mm.
2: Everyone knows I love the kid. He doesn't speak to me. We don't speak to each other. Yo, this is such a rich people problem. I bet it was over some bullshit too.
0: I some
2: weed. Yeah, well, that's not I what don't I think, think. They remember. Yeah. I don't think
1: they even remember because is a fight uh, on stage like I was never a fan of theirs but I remember all the news that used to be told about Oasis and the brothers they can barely get through the set because they're fist fighting during their show like what the fuck <laughs> wow. you guys working out yeah I, I mean I have
2: I have like I have a little brother and we have some, some some sometimes we used to have that silly shit when we were kids but now we're adults like let that shit go bro you know what I think they fighting over that'll make
0: of. you slap somebody I'm yeah.
2: fighting over that dick um anyway so i'll speak to him someday it's all very sad but we'll get over it i mean i guess it must be it mustn't be nice for my mom if Oasis ever got back together if they do if they do if they don't they don't a lot of people go oh leave it in the past you were great then mate if we ever get back together it would be happening so there's unfinished business there but we'll see what happens in the meantime we're two little solo boys doing our little things well that's so rock and roll guys um see what else these white people are doing um how about this oh wait no we already did a sex in the city uh article um how about uh how about this one uh put some pep peroni in their step eighth annual new york city pizza run sees hungry runners completing a 5k race but pausing to chow down on a slice of pizza between each lap
1: Ain't
2: you defeating the purpose of them running? You need them carbs, Karen. Uh a New York city a New York City event has managed to make long distance running look incredibly attractive, even to couch potatoes. On Sunday, uh September seventeenth, organizers uh put together the eighth annual NYC pizza run in Brooklyn, combining two very unlikely pastimes for one big tasty, sweaty event. During the ah! rain during the the run i guess competitors ran 5k or 3.1 miles taking three laps around fort green park and stopping in between each one to down a slice of cheesy delicious pizza
0: i would be down for that
2: yeah i would throw up uh actually no i wouldn't be down for that i go buy three slices of pizza and then go back home what am i saying that's ridiculous the unique race has been running since 2010 this move this year moving from east village's thompson square to Brooklyn's Fort Greene Park. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of pictures of white people eating pizza. In the food-obsessed metropolis, where people always on the run, putting together an event which pays tribute to some of the city's defining characteristics seemed like a no-brainer. The event page explains, as the race began, registered participants took off for the first of three laps before the second and third laps. Runners had to stop at a pizza station and eat an entire slice from the New York City pizza joint Pizza by Certe. Uh, before continuing some proceeds from the registration fees were donated to juvenile diabetes research foundation and then the runners all got diabetes
0: <laughs> Right? <laughs> good god
2: the diabetes are right. you fucking kidding me right feed
1: them fruit salad you numbskulls <laughs>
2: Then they all had candy at the end.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I know that the pizza had to wear them out. Right. Because I almost, like I said, that defeats the purpose of the run.
2: Naturally, pizza fans were incredibly enthusiastic about the race. Many turned up in pizza print gear, like shirts, leggings, and shorts. Right. As well as outfits that paid homage to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all famous pizza enthusiasts. Yes,
0: and the people who were there for the pizza and not the run actually got to the first spot and didn't run anymore.
2: Right. I'll take three slices of pizza. (laughs) Well, you got to do a lap each time. Ah, I'll mm, make it up.
0: I just, yeah, I'm good.
2: Naturally, um... Uh okay. and and while some were just in it for fun, others took the race more seriously. Marathon runner Juan Franco's Bal- Balactus, uh who came in first place completed the race in 19 minutes and 28 seconds.
0: I he didn't even get a slice of pizza. He was like, "Fuck it, I don't want your pizza."
2: A woman with the best time had 26 minutes and 49 seconds. So she was about 7 minutes slower, which makes sense cuz the pizza probably went straight to her thighs.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, <laughs> the winner not only gets to come back for, for free next year wait y'all pay for this anyway but also yeah. snagged a one-year membership mm-hmm. to planet fitness and a pizza by certate gift certificate other runners found success in different ways yeah oh
0: uh, yeah they're giving them under diabetes
2: look at this children diabetes you got a little kid eating the pizza with them.
0: oh look at that hair oh. right she's
2: precious she is precious uh yeah yeah that's
0: why
1: people need a hobby hobby this is their hobby
2: this is their hobby guys it
1: seems it seems like they're paying for it and Mm. they're eating pizza outside in the in the woods Mm. i don't understand wedding yeah i don't understand Mm -hmm. why
2: people i Mm. just buy a box of pizza and sit in uh sit on a bench in the park and be like i'm training and watch them run no i'll be like i'm training (laughs)
0: training.
2: getting ready for next (laughs) year dog. practice makes perfect i'm gonna be able to eat a whole ass pizza next year oh wait y'all practicing for the run anyway at the end of the mile two the pizza cheese had chilled and solidified and it hit my stomach like a saucy brick on top of sweating profusely under the hot september sun i was full she said surprisingly the pizza run is just one of many races around the u.s that require runners to stop and scarf down something tasty yo you know it's crazy like in america we have it so good we add food into our exercise for fun
0: and there are people out mm-hmm. here that like I run for a living and this actually defeats the purpose of the fucking run. They were
2: running by homeless people that were hungry, like, Yeah, uh, it's so difficult to eat this pizza and run, guys. You don't even understand.
0: <laughs> instead of instead <laughs> of them saying,
2: Here's some pizza, homeless people <laughs> Oh my you god You cannot make
1: cross. You cannot make cross. Right.
2: I I just too many cards for me. Here you go, homeless guy. Next year, I think we should make the run. The charity should be for food, um, for homeless people. No! Yeah. After we, at, but let's. But first, let's throw this pizza in the trash. We don't want to litter. Let's throw all the rest of the pizza in the trash.
3: Uh,
2: in fact, the people behind the race are also hosting the cupcake run in New York on October twenty first, which what follows a similar pizza run style. Is that for diabetes too? There several ain't, ain't
0: nobody running for salad. They were like, "Look, here's a good spinach salad on your run. There's here's several, a good smoothie."
2: There's several donut runs across the U.S., including the most fam- famous, the Krispy Kreme challenge in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh The race was, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah
0: the uh, Luther, what's happening here?
2: <laughs> you know what? Uh, we should do a race. We should sponsor one. We should do a Chitlin run. No, no. The mm-hmm. chitlin run it would be good. Everybody run a, a lap, then we get some chitlins. Then you run another lap, then you pass out because you ate chitlins earlier. Mm-mm. It's pretty, be pretty, be pretty. I fun. am
0: against this. I don't mind sponsoring a run, but this one I, I am against this one.
2: You don't want to do the pigs feet three k because I think I could yeah! do. The, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah,
0: the
2: hog mall five k. Oh, the hog mall five k. Did you run in that? No. Nah, well, first of all, you got to pick too many neck bones. It's too here all day
0: i'm good no thank you you would sweat and smell terrible
2: mm-hmm. um let's see we'll do one more let me see what else white people did this week uh,
0: the, the cupcake run is
1: for childhood obesity <laughs> right
2: and it's gonna have a picture of them taking their kids eating cupcakes it's cool it's cool you know oh this one was so gross guys this story i saw this earlier oh my god y'all gonna freak out A couple claimed they were served a maggot-infested steak.
3: Mm.
2: This happened in Australia, and they didn't just—they didn't just claim. They filmed it, and the maggots was moving on top of the plate, y'all, on top of the steak.
0: Mm. And nobody seen this.
2: I mean, they served it to them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it made it past, you know, the, the the back room or whatever the fuck. Like, it seems like. I, I mean, far be it from me, but someone should have noticed. I don't know if y'all can see it on the screen, but there's little maggots moving.
3: Ah! Oh, ah! that's
0: disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh. Your steak don't move.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's all i to take. Um... But yeah, a Sydney couple were posted a video on social media of a steak cook served at North Ride restaurant that appears to be crawling with maggots. Stella Kim and her partner Sushil LaMachine were, um uh, dining at the ranch hotel on Wednesday night when their group, uh, received the steak with what appears to be small white worms crawling all over it. They posted a video horrible experience on Facebook. The post has now been shared 2,000 times and attracted 2,500 comments. We ordered steaks and one of our steaks was full of worms. Live worms coming out the steak. We couldn't believe what was happening at one of the big restaurants in Australia. I wish no one has to go through the horrible experience. We have lost our appetite. She has since contacted NSW uh food authority and the city of rye to follow up on the incident the couple claimed that since their meal the ranch offered them five hundred dollars to be used at the restaurant in good faith but they refused the offer and claimed the restaurant had deleted their online review from its google profile since the video was posted some have questioned how the maggots could have survived cooking at the temperature while others suggested there's no evidence it was actually taken at the ranch Maggots are the larvae of flies and said to be capable of surviving temperatures up to 50 degrees. The environment of spoiled meat often provides the perfect place for female flies to lay their eggs. ALH yeah. Group Group Legal Officer Andrew Young confirmed that the hotel had conducted an investigation of the incident. The investigation revealed that it was an isolated incident. The hotel served 260 steaks that night, and this is the only complaint, he said. From our understanding, it was larvae laid after the steak was cooked at the, as the larvae can't survive the cooking process. Uh, someone for the hotel has been in contact with the customers to pass on that policy. So maybe they put maggots on their own state.
0: Why would you do is that? Is that the guess? Why? I mean, Why? how
2: fast do fly larvae? Why would you do come that? out? I don't know. That's weird. So yeah, that's what white people is up to. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wait, here's, here's whoever
1: put that flag in it didn't notice. There's a flag in there.
2: Yeah. Like someone
1: had to stick that flag. So I, no one noticed when they put the flag in?
2: Well, you're serving 300 stakes, man. Maybe you just miss a maybe you never expect to look for maggots. Uh, here's some white shit. Know. Amazing footage shows that babies have no fear of snakes suggesting we learn our phobias as children. That's right. White people put snakes around their motherfucking babies.
0: For to bite them
2: to to prove a point, guys. If you put a baby in a room with snakes, they won't be scared. For the first few (laughs) months of our life, we're quite literally fearless. Our ability to
1: identify things that can threaten our survival is something we learn from those around us. That's why some of our fears are rational.
0: I'm a terrified of sharks.
3: Very quick-moving rodents.
0: I'm really, really scared of spiders.
2: But others are not. Monsters.
0: Vampires. Giant squids.
2: Yeah, uh who is the parents that let their baby play with that snake?
0: Who signed that waiver?
2: To prove what? To prove what? Like what happened if that snake <laughs> fucking bite your kid, dawg? Just cause it's not poisonous don't mean it can't bite your kid. Right. Oh. Ugh, fucking white right, people, man. My That's baby crazy. is the bravest baby <laughs> in the land. <laughs>
1: My baby can handle snakes I'm raising her to be a snake charmer she'll be dancing with the snake. she be charming the snake it'll be a hell of a business we're gonna get into the baby snake business it's very it's like a new thing no one's really talking about it yet <laughs> for white people for white people
2: they're <laughs> gentrifying snakes guys okay snakes are next <laughs> um all right guys last thing gotta talk about so ratchiness <laughs> And that poor lady that can't have no kids watching people play with their snakes with kids and shit man you know like, that's, just, that's, just, that's
1: what she really misses at the yeah.
2: most <laughs> that seems like a insanely cruel thing to put her through guys think about this shit before you put out here's my kid playing with a snake anyway you heard about womb transplants uh authorities <laughs> authorities say two men have been arrested after one chased the other after he stole his ninja sword at a new jersey train station uh damn this woman got the sword stole from him uh 61 year old leon Curtin was arrested thursday morning after he took a katana type sword wrapped in a black garbage bag from 29 year old fernando pellet Pellet then chased after Cureton through Newark Penn Station before police stopped the two men. Cureton was charged with theft and receiving stolen property and was held on a bench warrant from New York at Essex County Correctional Facility. Pellet was charged with unlawful possession of a weapon. It wasn't immediately clear if either man had an attorney to comment on their behalf. Oh
3: shit.
2: Yep, that's it guys. Alright, make sure y'all check out Getwood. Okay. Yes. Jess is hilarious, as you guys have heard. She's very funny. On this podcast. Uh, I mean, you guys should have heard before. She's been on here many times. Mm-hmm. uh Go check out her podcast, Get Wood, um, and support, man. Spread the word. Follow her on Twitter as well. She's The Jess Wood on Twitter. um All one word, all lowercase. Uh, I don't think case. Anyway, all one word. The Jess Wood, two S's. Uh, Jess, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you,
3: Jess.
1: Thank you, you guys. I love you so much. Thank you, you for doing what you do. Congratulations on Larry Wilmore loving you as well. I hope everyone knows about you. I spread the word as much as possible. I love you so much. Thank you.
2: Right, we appreciate Aww. it, man. Um, and yeah, we we can't wait, man. Uh, get out to Seattle and meet some of you guys. Don't forget, go to mm-hmm. com. I've already seen people be like, I can't wait to meet y'all. You know, I'm going to see y'all. We'll let y'all know our schedule as soon as they get back to us. We've submitted everything on our end now so we'll let you know you'll know when we know guys all right right, until next time uh which is tomorrow i love you i love you
0: too